that. Some kids need, my shop teacher. Just like some kids probably need to be uh, fat shamed a little the bit. Fuck yeah, they do. Come here, little pudgy fucker. Oh my god, even your bones jiggle. What the fuck? <laughs> your ears have fat on them, private. What the fuck are they feeding you at home? Christ. Did you eat your family? Should call you Private Donner. What the fuck? <laughs> Getting a little drill start flashback. <laughs> Your teeth are jiggling, you fat fuck. Yeah, I got the feeling you've said that to somebody. Hashtag stay puff looking motherfucker. <laughs> Welcome to the All American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke. And his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. gentlemen welcome back to the all american savage show podcast i am your host john burke with my beautiful heterosexual life partner josh the jew behind the controls <laughs> he's not even jewish i don't know one percent one percent ashkenazi my friend ashkenazi one percent oh my god so I saw this article, uh, Ron DeSantis is calling veterans to hire on as teachers. I posted about this on Instagram not that long ago. Uh, it's this, I guess it's this new initiative they're trying to do is to get veterans to become teachers in the school systems. And I don't think people are understanding my joke. I don't think that I'm like some kind of next level jokester that his jokes require a certain level of depth to yeah. understand. I think my jokes are very simplistic in nature. So I tweeted out, I was like, this is a bad idea. Cause like day one, it's gonna be like, all right, little shitheads, listen up and get the fucking dicks out of your ears. And it was like, parents would shit themselves. Now, do I think it'd be a great thing? Well, just by virtue of being a veteran does not automatically mean you're gonna be a good teacher. So no, I don't subscribe to that train of thought. I think that's a very, um, that's a very logical way of thinking. Just by virtue of holding a certain title based upon a job you had automatically qualifies you to do something else. No, yeah. it's like saying I'm a veteran, therefore I'd make an excellent zookeeper. It's like, well, what do you know about animals? Like jack shit, but I'm a veteran. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It doesn't mean anything. But I do respect the fact that he wants to get veterans jobs. Where he's like, hey, if you're yeah. a veteran and when you want to come train, I, I fully support that. Sure. Hundred. Like as long as the same thing applies to the active shooters. Like. All these fucking influencers, like, you know what we should do? We should get three or four armed veterans in these schools to stop from getting our kids from shot up. And it's like, um, no. Like, no. And the reason you're saying that is because you've never served and you never saw how some of our people in uniform actually shoot and how stupid some of them are. To include the police force. Like, just because you're in a certain field does not automatically qualify you to do something else. Like, it's like, oh, he's a veteran, so he should be at SWAT. It's like, he was a cook. What the fuck are you talking about? My premise of being a veteran doesn't mean you like they, they I love the support the veteran community gets. Yeah. I do. I appreciate that. But fuck all, man. Stop putting them on pedestals. Like they they Oh God. Roger, this is Houston. We're down one astronaut. Uh can we get a veteran? Let's just get a veteran on this. We'll we'll, we'll put a veteran in space. They can handle it. Roger. 
the fuck out of here. <laughs> Dude's walking up to the fucking the rocket ship with his little fucking Global War G1 combat veteran hat on. He's like, hey, hey guy, I, how do I get the door open? <laughs> I know I'm a veteran. No. I was like... And then they get up to space and all the astronauts are sitting there floating around. They just like huddle in one corner and the veteran's off doing his own thing, probably jerking off over there looking at porn. All the astronauts are just like, what does this guy fucking do? It's like, I don't know, but he's a veteran. Oh. Thank you for your service. What does he fucking do? <laughs> he's he's a space shuttle door gunner space is what he is. <laughs> John Burke hates to say or hates fucking veterans. No, it's not what I'm saying. Uh, I think it's... It's a commendable thing. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I'm joking around. No, I. But I, no, think, I, I agree because I thought the same thing. It's like if there's veterans out there that can, yeah. you know, go in schools and helps uh, secure them, you know, yeah. that's great. Obviously, there would have to be a vetting process. Yeah. You're not going to have every Absolutely. single veteran, but mm -hmm. you know, if you're if you've been in the military, you've got some, yeah, you know, pretty good training, I'd imagine. Yeah. But, well, on what? I don't know, just exactly. safety, security. Exactly. No. I feel like there's going to be people who excel in the military, right? Oh, naturally, but it's like you have to be trained for those specific things. Yeah. It'd be like being a mechanic in the military and then getting out and being a mechanic in the civilian side. It's like, okay, we've got a lot of transferable skills there, mm -hmm. but a mechanic in the military is not going to suddenly transfer and be a sniper and SWAT. Like, sorry, but yeah. throwing a wrench at fucking 400 meters ain't going to cut it, bro. That ain't, that ain't, <laughs> that ain't cutting it. <laughs> Oh, no, right. I'm just told. I could just see. Okay. In my mind, I went worst case scenario. That veteran teacher walks in, puts his things like, all right, fuckers, sit down and shut your cock sheets. Yeah, that would be funny. That'd be fucking great. Yeah, would, That'd be uh, so some great. Some kids need that. Oh, I think we 100% need that. Kids, My shop teacher. Just like some kids probably need to be uh, fat shamed a little the bit. Fuck yeah, they do. Come here, little pudgy fucker. Oh my God, even your bones jiggle. What the fuck? <laughs> your ears have fat on them, private. What the fuck are they feeding you at home? Christ. Did you eat your family? Should call you Private Donner. What the fuck? <laughs> Getting a little drill start flashback. <laughs> your teeth are jiggling, you fat fuck. Yeah, I got the feeling you've said that to somebody. Hashtag before. stay puff looking motherfucker. <laughs> 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 oh, we probably just lost half our followers that are fat, whatever. <laughs> it's motivation. It is motivation. Get in the gym. Uh, okay, so I got to say this. Oh, my God, dude. I, dude oh, fuck it, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. There's this guy on TikTok. And I'm looking at this, and this is why I fucking hate the internet. There was two things I saw on TikTok that I wanted to address. And one was of this woman. And she's sitting there, she's a British woman. And she's doing her TikTok in her kitchen. She's like, all right, so today you're going to go out and you're going to seize the day. You're going to take charge of your life. And that's what we're going to do, right? And then she stops and her boyfriend apparently walks in. And you see her kind of look at him. He's like, what are you doing? She goes, oh, you know, I'm, I'm making my videos. is what I'm doing. He's like, why? You're a miserable fucking cunt. You sit in the restroom and you fucking cry all day. And this guy is going in on this woman. Mm-hmm. And the comments are like, oh, my God, he's so abusive, blah, blah, blah. I was like, wait a minute, hold, 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 hold on a second now. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait just a goddamn minute here. What if he's right? What if she is a miserable cunt? 
What if, and he's like, you don't, basically in the video, he even said, you don't even have a fucking job. You sit around the house all day making these stupid fucking videos. Yeah, but I lock it. I was like, no, he's got a point. If you're in a fucking relationship <laughs> and I come home and my woman is sitting there making stupid ass fucking TikToks all day and she doesn't have a job, I think I'm well within my right to be pissed the fuck off. Unless she's a mob, which she's not. And all these women are simping for her in the comments. Like, oh my God, it's so abusive. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just sitting there like, am I the only dude that's looking at this? Like, uh, if he's right, she sounds like a total worthless fucking twat. It's like, well, why would you, like, I don't even know why he's with her. I don't know. But I, I tend to think those kind of things are just staged. It could be. It very, everything these days is fucking staged on TikTok. Everything for fucking responses yeah. and reactions. It's ridiculous. Like, people are even acting shit out now mm -hmm. for the sake of getting clicks. Or, so like, this whole so-and-so cheated on me while I was deployed, and you can clearly tell it's fake because the dude's yeah. wearing the wrong fucking uniform or it looks all disheveled and stuff. Yeah. But I'm sitting there. I'm just, I'm watching this movie, or this TikTok, and everybody, all of these women's like, oh, my God, look, look at how she's curving her arms. She's, she's in an abusive relationship. I'm just like... Or maybe she's just low self-esteem, fucking worthless. But my thing is, though, to where it goes back on him, is like, if that's the case, why are you still with her? Why is she still with him? Got to get those clicks, baby. That's probably part of it. He's literally sitting there. She's like, I'm just, you know, I'm encouraging people to motivate. Like, you literally sit in the loo and cry all day. I'm sorry, but I don't want to get motivation from somebody that's a fucking liar. That's like getting business advice from somebody that never, never owned a business. Like, shut the fuck. Oh, especially that on, on uh, Instagram now. I'm getting these ads. I don't know why. Haven't talked about it, so the microphone listening on my phone from the FBI agents, I don't know what they're hearing. But they're all like, we can help grow your following and scale your company. And I look on their profile, they get like 200 followers. And I'm like, wait, what? And it's like, you feel like the proof is in the pudding, you know, and you don't have any pudding. There's no pudding. There's no pudding. Where's the fucking pudding, Bob? Put pudding. Where's the pudding, Bob? <laughs> Where's the fucking pudding? There's no pudding. Being that there's no pudding, you have nothing to put the proof in. Therefore, you have no proof. So fuck off. I hate that shit. I hate that shit so much. <sighs> there's just these companies you. that are going to try and scale you and they're going to take the last dime that you've got left. That's all it is. It's a lie. I hear you, buddy. Second video I saw. Why did Burke and Josh support Liz Cheney? I thought they were pro-America. <laughs> this guy's got to be trolling. This guy's got to be fucking trolling. Where do we support Liz Cheney? Uh, I, <laughs> after her dad came out with that ad, I was sold. I'm like, oh, absolutely. When Dick came out, is this like the first support, time fucking when Obama and Clinton came out in support of Cheney? I'm like, that's it. Oh, he's troll. He's troll. Okay, I was that's like, it. And he's a subscriber. Thank you for being a subscriber, by the way. It's like, how the f like, is this your first day? This can't be your first day. <laughs> I just couldn't help myself. Yeah, I was just, like, Cheney. I love that Cheney warmongering dick. Put it further in my throat, baby. Cheney mm. 24, she gets oh, it. Oh, my God. We're going to get to that today. <laughs> I was baked out of my mind last night, just screaming at the top of my lungs because last night was my Super Bowl. Last night was part of my opening first half of the Super Bowl, watching Cheney get her ass fucking handed to her. <laughs> this wasn't, this was not one of those like, oh, we're going to have to go to the photo finish or let's watch that instant replay. No, this is like, dude, like you should just, yeah, like leave America. They do not want you. 
They do not fucking want you. This is after, we'll, we'll get into this. We'll get into this. But before we get started, hey, folks, if you're watching on Twitch, hit that share button. If you're watching on Facebook, hit that share button. Let your friends know about the podcast. This episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. You know what I'm about to say. You've listened to the show long enough. If you haven't tried it, you should be fucking trying it. Use code TRY on the rack out gummies. These come with a money back guarantee. Matter of fact, all of our gummies now come with a money back guarantee. If you try the product and you don't like it, Go to the refund policy on the website and see how you can get your money back. Make sure you please adhere to the policy. I'd hate to see somebody get shortchanged. Do it the right way. Give us a try. Give us the opportunity to earn your business. We've got the great rack out gummies that are CBD and melatonin. They will not only help you fall asleep, but stay asleep. And did I mention they are THC free? You will not fail a drug test. You have my personal guarantee on that. You will not fail a drug test. There is literally no THC in these. We have every batch third-party tested for proof and that proof is literally posted to our website so you can actually see the breakdown of what's in each product so if you're in the military and you're scared don't be we've got plenty of people in the military taking our shit is it illegal according to dod but yes it is but fuck those nerds they don't know what the fuck they're talking about this is non-addictive no side effects it will help you not only fall asleep but stay asleep so improve your quality of life folks if you're having a bad day it's probably because you don't have really good sleep you're not hitting those rem levels to where your brain can finally decompress and all that other stuff we've got you covered here so give us a shot try the rack out gummies you got a bag of roughly 30 you got 30 gummies in there it's a month worth and if you don't like it and you take no more than four gummies, you can get your money back. We will literally print the shipping label, send it to you, and you can send it back to us for a complete full refund. That's how assured we are, assured that we are in our products. We want you to try them. Mm-hmm. So, again, that is ShellshockCBD.com. And if you like it, awesome. Give us your business. We are veteran-owned. We're operated right here in Texas. Everything is grown right here in America. Nothing is outsourced. Except the skulls that we get from China. Yeah. We've made that clear from day one. And they're fucking little skulls. So we couldn't find anything in America. We already looked. Uh, you have our word that we do not rip off the labels from our shit and then <laughs> replace them with fucking... <laughs> we don't do that. Uh, dude, I see people defending that shit. And I'm just like, wow, you guys, like all these people just defending okay. that bullshit. I'm like, okay, whatever, man. People's Man, people's integrity really takes a dive when they get called out on their bullshit. And then suddenly everybody comes rushing yeah. to the defense versus like, hey, if your friend fucks up, you as a friend should be there and do what's right and say, hey, you fucked up. Own it. Yeah. I mean, you could support the mission. The, the very same people and- say, own your shit. Own your shit. Well, yeah. you're certainly not owning it when you let people get a free pass when they willfully fuck up yeah. and lie to the people. So I don't have any friends. I don't need any more friends. I don't care <laughs> about friends. I have enough people that hate me as it is. So Frenemies. I <laughs> So the second video I saw, and this is where really people really, really going to hate me on this one. There's this guy, and he's on there, and he's not a very attractive-looking dude. I mean, he's, he's average. He's not bad. His grill needs some work. I'll give him that. Uh, but he's on there, and he talks about how um, he seems like a nice dude. I'm Don't not, you I'm, dare say my TikTok account. <laughs> his name is Josh. He's a goddamn Jew. No. no. <laughs> And people can't even come at me for, like, hating Jews because I've defended Jews so many fucking times. I was like, John fucking loves Israeli dick. It's like, I just, I don't have any beef with Jewish people. If anything, I have more beef with Muslims because I fought the goddamn people for fucking 20 years. It's like, but I really don't fucking care, honestly. But the point is, 
I love how I just offend so many people in like one sentence. One sentence, I'm offending the Jews, I'm offending the Muslims. Fuck, we'll get around to the feminists. You're, you're coming next, bitches. Just stand the fuck by. Go make a sandwich or some shit. And so... <laughs> <laughs> this, and this is why we'll never be on Fox. It's all over the place. <laughs> I was looking at Daily Wire website because I was just perusing for articles to look at, and they're hiring. But I look at their 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 page, their website, and every it's like a bunch of fucking nerds over there. Yeah, they're like dressed nice and proper. You could tell they got picked on in high school. It's like oh, I could yeah. never fit in. And I was a nerd in school. Mm. Like I was the one that got picked on. But even I'm like, God damn, you guys are fucking nerds. Like. It's just, it's too much. It's, I think Shapiro's pretty open about it. he got bullied oh, yeah, quite I can, aggressively. Oh, 100%. I can see yeah. Shapiro being that way. But it's just like the people they hire are a bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah. So, and I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying, I look at that as like, I probably, I probably wouldn't fit in in that, um, that culture. <laughs> How you doing today, John? Fuck off. <laughs> Shut that little mouth. I haven't had my coffee yet, Ben, and you talk too fucking fast. Christ, can you give me a second? You fucking Jews, I swear. <laughs> 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 oh my god anyway let's go back to the tiktok video i don't even know why people dude the, the podcast views are exploding like thank you thank you so much i was checking the views yesterday just seeing what we can do better uh and the views just wow thank you guys so much um so this guy he goes on tiktok and he is literally, he talks about how the, he, he made a response. He duetted a TikTok from a really attractive woman. And apparently he basically was like, hey, I'd love to take you out sometime, go to the beach, go to whatever. He, you know, he was respectful. He was nice about it. And so the woman apparently says that he's ugly. Like, no, no shot. And then all of her friends chime in. It's like, what made an ugly dude like you think that you could ever be with a, a hot girl like this? Is that fucked up? Yes, it is. That's very fucked up. You don't mm -hmm. say it. You just, you know, you be respectful back. I've had to do that plenty of times, but it's when they get pushy, then you got to put a bitch in fucking check, mm -hmm. regardless if it's a man or female, man or woman. It doesn't matter. Um, so this guy goes on TikTok and he explains what happened. And everybody's just rushing to his like, oh, that's so horrible. I'm like, number one, why the fuck are you whining to TikTok about some shit like this? Why are you letting them get to you like this? And every single one of these fucking dudes are out there trying to simp for this guy. And I'm not trying to criticize the guy for what happened, but how he's handling it is complete opposite of what he should be doing. And again, the only reason I'm saying anything about this, he put this out there for the world to fucking critique or stand with him. And everybody's, everybody's probably going to hashtag something, put some type of flag in their fucking bio for this guy. And now all these hot women are duetting it. Like, oh, I would let you take me on a date. But it's like, oh my God, here we go. But instead, dude... Thanks. Would you show me your boobs? Would you show me your boobs? Dude, here's what you do. Stop fucking whining to TikTok about bitches being fucking bitches. Instead, take that shit like a fucking man. Tell those cunts <laughs> to go fuck themselves. Go to the gym. Get big. Get shredded. Focus on yourself. Focus on your job. Make money. Get a fucking attractive. Get an education. Do what you gotta do. Make yourself better. And here's the best part. Don't flaunt it and throw it in their face. Forget all about them. The fuck is wrong with these people? These men sitting there, oh, they keep me moving. I'm sorry, I thought you were a fucking man. Why don't you act like one instead of going on some goddamn app like this, like a bunch of fucking Gen Z bitches and crying about these fucking women acting like bitches towards you? You think men don't do the same thing to fucking women? We do it all the time. Let's stop with this hypocrisy here. But overall, stop going on TikTok looking for fucking sympathy from complete strangers that don't even fucking know you. 
Go to your boys. Go to your friends in real fucking life. This shit is not reality. Social media is not fucking reality. The fact that you're on there literally crying about what a bunch of fucking probably club sluts have to say about you. Why the fuck do you care? But nobody's going to tell you this because they don't want to hurt your fucking feeble feelings. Well, if you didn't have fucking little bitch feelings to begin with, you wouldn't be on this fucking app crying like a little bitch. Instead, look at these women and say, go fuck yourself. And that's all there is to it. Have some self-worth. Have some self-fucking confidence. Christ. I'm such a dick. And I know it. I know it, but I'm not going to sit here and, oh, come here. You're just a 40-something-year-old. Just just get on my shoulder and just cry about you. Fuck no. Fuck them hoes, bro. Jesus. What do, you, what, what do people want? You want sympathy? Go in the dictionary. It's there. Because here's the thing, dude, and this is what people aren't going to tell you. If you think this is the last time some shit like that's going to happen to you, you're fucking wrong. You can't go to TikTok every time somebody comes in and offends your fucking seeds, your, your, your feeble sensibility. You can't. It doesn't work that way. You got to develop some internal fucking emotional calluses. And that's the way it works towards life. And if you can't do that, if you can't function like that, stay the fuck off the internet. The internet is not a safe space. I don't give a damn what these fucking liberals have to say about it. Why? Because there's assholes like me on it. 100%. And it's not that I go out willfully trying to troll people. And I didn't even respond to this dude. I didn't, I didn't say anything. Not my place. But I'm sitting there. It's like, what the fuck? What, why are you like this? Why are men like this? In what world will we go to TikTok to fucking cry about a woman calling me ugly? I've been, walk, I've been stood up on dates. I've had a woman walk out on a date with me. What am I going to say? Oh, she must not like me. Well, here's number one thing. Stop giving a fuck if people don't like you. There are 350 motherfuckers in America. There's, what is it, like 7 trillion in the world? 7 trillion people? 7 trillion? No, no, it's like 7 billion. Or 7 billion, excuse me. But even still, do you really think out of all those people, there isn't going to be some that don't like you? Number one, if your sense, if your senses are telling you that you need to be liked by everybody, you're a bitch. You have no sense of individualism whatsoever at all because that just tells me you want to think like the group. You want to think like the herd. Think like everybody else. Fit in. Don't stand apart. Don't think for yourself. Don't be a critical thinker. And people don't like that because you don't like getting the pushback that comes with it. You don't like people disagreeing with you. You know how many people fucking call me out on social media, TikTok? I want to fucking debate them. I, want to f- I don't give a fuck about you peasants. I don't give a shit. There's going to be so many people that fucking probably going to like dance when I'm dead. I don't give a shit. I'll be ass up for a bike stand. But guess what? I'm not going to give a fuck. I'm dead. You motherfuckers, again, it's the 3F method I call about life, man. Unless they feed, fuck, or finance you, who gives a shit about them? Fuck them. So if these bitches want to act like that towards you, instead of crying about it, get some fucking calluses on that little blueberry heart of yours. Grow the fuck up. You're a 40-year-old grown-ass man. And stop whining like a little bitch on a fucking goddamn internet app to a bunch of fucking Gen Z people. And all these fucking women that are in your inbox now are only doing it because they feel sorry for you. And this guy, he's probably a good dude. He seems like a cool dude, but then again, you never know. Hopefully, hopefully he's listening. Oh, probably not. Probably has, he probably doesn't know who I am. I just see a bunch of my friends duetting as shit, and it's annoying as fuck. I'm like, am I the asshole? Is, am, I, am I the only fucking asshole? I think I'm the only I'm, Yeah. I'm an asshole. I'm a dick. I don't care. Because you know what? My method, 
of what I just told him, if he's not a bitch, is going to toughen him up. It's what he needs. It's what he fucking needs. Stop with this fucking hugging, enabling shit. There's a time and a place for it. Don't get me wrong. But there's some times where it's like, okay, dude, turn off the bitch mode. Grow the fuck up and act like a goddamn man. Shit's ridiculous. Crying about a fucking woman calling you ugly. My God. That just tells me, like, what... And here's the thing. Like, if this is what triggers you, what kind of hardships have you endured in life if some fucking stranger on the internet that calls you ugly is going to trigger you to that level? I would never want to hang out with you. Jesus. That didn't stop Seal, did it? Fuck no. Seal, yeah, like we talked about before, he fucking landed Heidi Klum. Yeah. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. Yeah. And here's the other thing about that dude. If that woman acts like that towards you, she's doing you a favor by exposing who she really is. So I don't care how hot she is, and trust me, I get it. I get it. The blood goes down to the little brain between our legs, and that's what we start thinking with, because it's like, oh, man, she's so fucking hot. Maybe I can overlook a a few red flags. No, (laughs) dude, no, because once you have that post-nut clarity, you see that bitch for what she really fucking is, like a a three-headed Cerberus. You're like, oh, fuck. The pussy wasn't that good. When is she going to leave? When is she going to leave? She's hot, but dumber than a box of fucking rocks, and she sounds like it. And you let someone like that with that level of shallow intellect, with that level of just superficial outlook, you let her affect you to that level? Bro, you're better than her. But you ain't going to get fucking hugs and kisses here, bitch. You ain't. I mean, she will. I'll fuck her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not fucking you. Because I actually care about you. Her, fuck her. She sounds like a skank. (laughs) All right. Hmm. There's your daily devotional for Father Burke. Yeah. Oh. Be on the lookout for cards. Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Watch me your name, man. Let me do a reading for you. Your name is Josh. All you fucking Jews, what it is here, man. <laughs> Lot of wealth heading your way. Why do I sound like a fucking... I went from Jamaican to Irish. Uh, like a hybrid. Jamaican hybrid. Jamaican me crazy, man. That's what she say over there. Put down your fucking name. Let me get a fucking read on your name there. Why'd you have your penis out when you're doing this? It doesn't work that way. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah. Okay. I think that's probably one of the best show openers we've done yet. And it was good. I love how just random we are. I love how fucking random we are. Mm-hmm. If you hated me before, you're really going to fucking hate me now. Ugh. I can just imagine, like, somebody who listens to our podcast, like, talking to one of the friends, like, hold on, man. I know you're going through a bad time, but there's this guy you need to listen to. And he's going to say some shit that's really going to make you scratch your nuts and go, what the fuck did he just say? But it's going to be like, no, but listen, he actually makes sense. It makes fucking sense. Oh, man. And y'all get this for free. Y'all get this. You don't have to pay for this. It's free. Just let it rain. Just let it rain, baby. All right. We're ready to do this news. I feel like uh, we have a lot to get to here, and there's a lot of great things to talk about. Um, all right, so let's just let's get into the news. Yeah, there it is. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Hit it. Okay. Liz Cheney. Liz motherfucking Cheney failed abortion of the warmonger Dick Cheney, brown and root fucking rich money moogle, moogle, you want to say. Liz Cheney compares herself to Abraham Lincoln in concession speech. 
Okay, for those that don't know, um, Hageman ran against Cheney. She was backed by Trump, endorsed by Trump. Cheney got slaughtered. Hageman got over 60% of the votes. Cheney got, like, just above 30%. I, it was, like, 28. Was it 28? I, think the final, I was looking uh, at the things last night, or I looked at it again this morning. Um, dude, it, it, it is bad. It is bad. Like, that—and the thing that really makes me happy about this is she even pandered Democrats. Bush campaigned for her, donated money to her. Hillary endorsed her. Obama endorsed her. Kevin Costner from all these these woke leftist celebrities. Even with and that that's saying something, folks. That's saying something. I don't think people understand the magnitude of what Republicans went against with with Cheney. Cheney and in the span of six to seven, no fuck, no, like over a year, over a year, became the face of the left within the GOP. She had major donors behind her, major names clout chasing for her, trying mm-hmm. to stir the voter base. They even tried to get Democrats to switch parties for one day to vote in favor of Cheney. We need to put her in the primaries again. That's probably how she got 28%. <clears throat> I wouldn't doubt it. But even with that being done, even with that being done, it was still wasn't enough and it wasn't one of those like oh man it was close like no it wasn't close at all this this sends a message across america and i don't think people realize this the the secondary and tertiary ripple effects that are going to hit this is going to be happening on the grand scale people are sick of this i think out of all the republicans that voted to impeach trump only three remained and there's been 11 it was like what 12 or 16 i forget what it was something like that it was a lot Mm mm-hmm all of them are gone except three. All of them. That's saying something. Even with leftist backing, they could not get a rhino like Cheney to secure another primary. They couldn't do it. Thank, She's done. Thank God for uh, the people of Wyoming. Oh, man. they they One dude, I posted it last night on Instagram. One dude's like, I moved to Wyoming, and I made sure to cast my vote against her. Mm-hmm. It's like, good for you, bro. Yeah. Good for you. She's terrible. She's horrible. But in her concession speech here, like, oh, my God. Um, oh, two remain. Excuse me. Two, not three. Um, Liz Cheney compared herself to former President Abraham Lincoln during her concession. Like, the balls on this bitch. The fuck? Shortly after her loss to Trump-backed Republican challenger Harriet Hageman. Now, I am going to say this right now. I really hope Harriet is not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I'm ser- I hope she's good. Because it would really suck to get rid of Liz Cheney to get, like, a Marjorie Taylor Green 2.0 in there. That's even, even worse. Yeah, like, I, we'll see. I don't know. I, I don't even think she has to try that hard. <laughs> Just show up. Here's what you have to do. Just keep your mouth shut yeah. and vote smart. That's all you have to do. And yeah. don't work with the Democrats. Don't attach your name to the January 6th committee. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really shit. all you have to do. Well, fucking come November. Yeah. Well. I mean, she could even say have. stuff like, I don't yeah. know. I think Trump won the election. I think there were shenanigans going on. Yeah. And everybody be like, well, that's going to get you branded as a conspiracy pretty, theorist. Yeah. She's pretty based. It's going to get, yeah. What won't get you branded as a conspiracy theorist? Not agreeing with the Democrats? I was about to say being yeah. a leftist and everything yeah. you say is not I'm, conspiracy. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll wear that, that label with, a, with honor. Cheney claims she lost her primary election only because she failed to go along with presidential Trump's lie about the 2020 election. That's not true at all. Yeah. You sided with, you didn't, it wasn't just that you disagree with his, what he said. You sat on the panel. You spearheaded the panel to go after him. You want him locked up. Yeah. And again, I can say this with a clear conscience. 
God is my witness. We watched January 6th unfold on Twitch. I live streamed it. Many of the people in my chat room right now, we have 276 viewers on Twitch right now. Majority of you were here with me that day. We had over like 4,000 live viewers. Mm -hmm. Not once did President Trump call for any kind of violence or insurrection. He said, peacefully march down and protest, make our voices heard. That is well within the First Amendment. He did nothing wrong. But because Democrats don't like Trump, they are trying to put words in his mouth saying that the things he said caused violence. Democrats, half the shit that you say makes me want to commit violence against you because you're so fucking stupid. But Trump never directly called or indirectly called for violence. Didn't happen. That's why... This committee that has been wasting taxpayer money hasn't found anything on him. You've got nothing. Had to break into his house. Had to break into his fucking house, and you still got nothing. You still got nothing. All this is is a fucking Mueller 2.0. You remember all the fucking cunts on The View? Like, oh, we got to get him. It's Mueller time. Uh Mueller, like, you guys praised Mueller. You wanted Trump to be guilty. Because you hated him so much. Now you think you got him cornered again, and realistically, you don't have shit. That's why you're you're basically taking a fucking shotgun to a target that's over 100 meters away, hoping you hit something. You got nothing. Isn't and that, this is so funny. Isn't that crazy that they, they've, there's been no crime committed, and yet they're doing all these investigations, mm-hmm. making yep. things out? Yep. We still haven't heard back from Swalwell's office, by the way. <laughs> Not going to happen. Keep calling back. Fucker. But Cheney sits on this committee with the likes of Kitsinger and the rest of these traitors. And you sit there and you just degrade Trump at every turn. So, yes, a lot of what you stood for is not what your voter base wanted. You want to talk about integrity? Fuck out of here with this bullshit. I know. Man, look at that picture of her dad. He looks like a penguin. God, he looks like he had a stroke. He should. Piece of shit deserves to burn in hell. Look at it. Look at his mouth, man. She said, it would have required that I enabled his ongoing efforts to unravel our democratic system and attack the foundations of our republic. That doesn't even make sense. That is a path I could not and would not take, Cheney. He said, what the fuck are you talking about? Now we're just, we're making up these, these fucking insane shits to sound good. If I would have ignored what Trump said, it could have shaken the very core of our democracy and ultimately could have led to Trump becoming a dictator. What? It caused us to be energy independent. Oh, my God. Negotiate fair trade deals. He would have raped the babies and murdered the Jews. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, come again, another democratic tactic going completely nuclear, completely new, like worst case scenario. Cheney said her opposition to former President Donald Trump was rooted in the principles that members of Congress are sworn to protect that she well understood the potential political consequences of opposing Trump. Last I checked, you told Trump supporters to, quote, bring it. Yeah. Well, bitch. It's been brought. It's done been brought, and (laughs) we're about to stomp the yard with your ass. You know what I'm saying? She then compared herself to Lincoln, who saved the nation during our Civil War. Wow. The balls on this girl. Good Lord. Talk about like a fucking hero complex. What the fuck are you saving us from? Self-anointed kings and queens. Oh my God. Bow to me, peasants. Bow to me. I am a Cheney. Learn to code, cunt. 
The great original champion of our party, Abraham Lincoln, was defeated in elections for the Senate and the House before he won the most important election of all. This woman, was she thinks, <laughs> she thinks she's got us. You want to talk about delusions of grandeur. She thinks she can pull off a 2024 presidential race? After getting her ass kicked? The GOP fucking hates you. Yeah. But, but... Do it. We need the content. Please do it. Please. We got the money to burn. You're going to be Beto. You're like Beto O'Rourke 2.0. You're going to fail at every fucking thing you do after this because you are an embarrassment to your party. Beto O'Rourke is like the retarded stepsister that everybody's like, oh, fuck. This, this is all we got. All right. Floating around. He was mayor. And then he ran He's for like Senate. He's like a fucking turd. for president. He's like a turd that won't flush. Like... It's ridiculous. What qualifies him for all these government positions? It's ridiculous. Right? Yeah. I mean. It's it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. And here's the thing. Like somebody said, she's trying to split to some GOP votes and stay, and stray, stray moderates from Trump. Not going to happen. Not even. Not a, even a little bit. Like a fraction. Maybe. Not even anything to matter. Maybe Wouldn't the even 28% make of the Democrats yeah. that voted for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He won the most important election of all, Cheney said. Lincoln ultimately prevailed. He saved our union and defined our obligation as Americans for all of history. I love how they, like, pander to our forefathers. She also quoted Lincoln's famous Gettysburg Address and claimed that Americans' highest duty is to protect the foundation of its constitutional republic. Again, you're also witch hunting. You've got nothing. So what the fuck are you talking about? January 6th was not Trump-induced. It wasn't. Nice try. After comparing herself to Lincoln, Cheney focused on the January 6th Capitol riots and claimed that Americans will never be the same. (laughs) You make it sound like we all got raped on January 6th. We'll never be the same. (laughs) The fuck are you talking about? Liz. I I walk out that front door, and the only reason I think about January 6th is cunts like you keep fucking reminding everybody about it. And what about about all the political prisoners you've got locked up with no due process? Mm -hmm. Last I checked, tyrants like you should be hung from trees, you pieces of shit fuck out of here these are the rich elites that do not even represent the classes that they they claim to come from anymore the cheney bush era is over she's it she's gone get the fucking war hacks war hawks out of office these are fucking dinosaurs yeah this bitch should have never been in congress to begin with Mm-mm. Now we just got to get the Clintons out of Washington. That'd be oh great. My God, dude. If we get the Bushes, the Clintons, oh the Cheneys, they're all the from Pelosi's, the same the fucking Warrens, cut from the same cloth. Gaines, the Grams. I mean, there's there's so many people that just need to be oh my God. Yeah. purged from government because they're just self-serving assholes. Oh, yeah. She says, at the heart of the attack on January 6th is a willingness to embrace dangerous conspiracies that attack the very core premise of our nation, she said. You'll forgive me, but I'm young enough to remember when that two o'clock in the morning time frame hit and there was that spike in the votes um <laughs> yes that is cause for fucking alarm saying wait a minute where did yeah. the, oh it was a dominion software update like oh i'm sure it was yeah it was an update of votes I, i'm that sure it was just magically appeared and you sit there and you want to and you want to say well, why are you questioning this because it's a very questionable action Naturally, people have a right to know. And don't sit there for a second, Cheney. And every fucking liberal out there wants to sit there and bang this drum of like, oh, it's all conspiracy. You know if that would happen and roles were reversed and that was Trump that that happened to, you Democrats would be screaming the same fucking thing. So sit down and shut the fuck up. We're tired of listening to you. We have every right to question this election. Every right to. 
She says, our nation is barreling once again towards crisis, lawlessness, and violence. You know, sometimes some violence is good. You got to purge some bad blood. Yeah, the only violence... is coming from the left. It's from, it's from the left. And you better pray it doesn't come from the right, because it'll be 10 times worse. They don't need much to set them off to go and riot. Yeah. Listen to this. No American should support election deniers at any position of genuine responsibility. Kind of like Stacey Abrams. Kind of like Hillary Clinton. They've made those same claims. Yeah. They've made those same fucking claims. What are you talking about, bitch? What are you talking about? You're a fucking liar. Ugh. And I love this, though. Moneybags Liz Cheney's only future is that disgraced CNN. <laughs> Just looking. She has the most punchable face I've ever seen. Moneybags Liz Cheney. It's ridiculous. Go off and die somewhere into non-existence. Fade away, bitch. You're done. You're done in politics. Your career is over. It is over. Watching outgoing teehee rep Liz Cheney compare herself to Ulysses S. Grant was really something. Watching her compare herself to Abraham Lincoln is now, at least so far, my favorite part of the 2022 election season. Ladies and gentlemen, this is somebody in the chat called her Miss Piggy. Hey, <laughs> Kermit. <laughs> she does look you like You don't want Piggy. to vote for me anymore? No, we don't. Um, no, we don't, Miss Piggy, because you suck at your fucking job, um, dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days I'm going to grow up. Not today, though. Not today. N not today, Satan. Not today. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that, though, because the closer we get to November, it is like, that's my Super Bowl. It's like, here we go. Bum, 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 bum. So what did she say at the end there that she'll do whatever it takes to make sure Trump doesn't get in the, like, it sounded like a thread. Um... More like self-delusion with narcissistic sociopaths like Liz Cheney. You never know if they truly believe what they say or whether they're just saying what they're required to to remain in good standing with the Micah, Joe, Jake, Anderson, Wolf, Rachel morons. <laughs> you, you better tote that barge, girl. You better lift that bail. Oh, my God. Uh, to keep her and the rest of her insufferable elite's delusions in place, Cheney says she's seriously thinking of running for president in 2024. As what? The Democrats will chuck her the moment she stops being useful and represents even a tiny thread to their violent quest for power. He is 100% right, whoever wrote this article. Yeah. You are still a Republican, even though it's a name only. Once Democrats get every, if you are anti-Trump, Democrats love you. Mm -hmm. After that, they don't give two shits about you. Yeah. So don't sit there and think that you got a home at their table. They do not fucking like you. Instead, where you've positioned yourself is with the kind of shunned, uh, ostracized types. So good luck. You're you're off in the ether, just floating by yourself, homeless, because you stood for the wrong things. You didn't even stand for the Constitution. I mean, really, she could just retire. Her self worth went up. What her net worth went up seven hundred percent since oh, she's yeah, been in office yeah. back Nuts, yeah. back in two thousand eighteen. Mm -hmm. So I mean, yep, you got it. You you conned everybody. Yep. You made your money. Now leave everybody alone. Oh my scumbag. God. It's done nothing. Yeah. Uh, as we saw in her blowout humiliation of Wyoming, GOP voters can't stand her. Will she try to run as a spoiler independent? Well, who do you think that will hurt? Donald Trump, who left office with record GOP support, or is fraudulently Joe Biden, who's losing Democrat? Joe Biden's not going to run again in 2024. I can tell you that right now. He will not run again. He, he can't. He will not be able to physically. Mm -mm. Please run, Liz. Run like the wind, Cupcake. Run like you've never run before. Run like there's a spot on the view for you at the finish line. <laughs> <laughs>
could see her being on The View. I could see her being a... She looks like I'm a fat, spoiled, fucking rich, uh, white, entitled bitch. Is what no she's, way. Yeah. She, they'd never let her on. Oh, I think they would. No Look at Kit Singer. He went on fucking Stephen Colbert's place. They sucked his dick. Uh, that's Democrats love him and being on a talk show is different than like hosting a talk. Like you mean like hosting? No, they'll the bring her on to like as like a guest. As, oh, oh, yeah, I can see that. I thought you meant as like a host. Like she's, uh, no, she's too boring to host. Like McCain. Oh, McCain. McCain? Yeah, yeah. She's also a fucking like great value brand liberal. Another turd. Uh, hey, maybe Liz and even McCullough. McCullough can join forces and run for president on the smug ticket. Liz Cheney was not humiliated and rejected in Wyoming Tuesday night because she betrayed Donald Trump. Liz Cheney was humiliated and rejected because she betrayed Wyoming. Um, oh, my God. Look at her father. I just see the picture. Oh, my God. Does Ugh. he look terrible? He's horrible. A lot of blood on that man's hands. How much you. higher do energy prices have to explode before Liz Cheney gives up on her personal and childish vendetta against the orange whale? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's not even that I love Trump that much, but I, I'm not going to lie. Watching these fights and Trump consistently knock these bitches down has been the greatest thing ever. They really push you into like digging your heels in yeah. and defending him. Yeah. I mean, you don't have any other choice but to be like, well. What have you done? I'm just kind of sitting there going like, like you don't want to fight this fight. Like you're going to lose. Yeah, Dick shot a guy. <laughs> Dick did shoot a guy. Right in the face. How many illegal aliens have to cross the border before Liz Cheney stops allowing herself to be prostituted against all Trump supporters by Nancy Pelosi? How much underage grooming does the left have to try and institutionalize <laughs> into our school? Dude, who the fuck wrote this? This guy's on God fire. God damn. Bro, <laughs> bro, we're not even done with this. Who wrote this? This is from John Nolte. This came out yet today. John, bro, who, I want to have this man's babies. I love this. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. How much underage grooming does the left have to try and institutionalize into our schools, healthcare, and entertainment before Liz Cheney stops making everything about Liz Cheney and her principles? How bad does crime have to get? How many Afghanistan withdrawals? How many Black Lives Matter riots? How high do gas price or prices of eggs have to get before Liz Cheney disconnects from the crack pipe of establishment media love? No one, and I do mean no one, sees Liz Cheney as principled. Everyone, including the corporate media, Democrats, and her fellow mercenaries and never Trump, know exactly what she's doing, using the quickest, easiest, and safest way imaginable to feather her own nest. But trade Trump supporters equals get rich quick. The deep state might not be able to win a war, managing a military withdrawal, handle a pandemic, or run an economy. But one thing these degenerates do better than anyone else is reward their own. Trump lost money serving an election. Check out Liz. So money bags Liz is headed towards the only place the Vici GOP can go, still, still pretend to be relevant, CNN. Um, I don't know that they could afford anybody else. This is from Politico. Liz Cheney already has her next move in, in mind following her defeat in yesterday's primary. She'll be launching an org to mobilize a unified effort to oppose any Donald Trump campaign for president. Her spokesperson to lady, you, you just don't get it. Yeah, like just, you just don't fucking get it. Do you? And it's not that I'm sitting here as a Trump loyalist. I'm saying you're going after Trump for the wrong things. Yeah. So naturally, they're going to hate you. If you had some ground to stand on, I could see why you're digging your heels in, but you've got nothing. There's no policy There's none. debates going no. on here. There's nothing no. about his policies or what he no. did while he was in office. Mm -mm. It's, it's just all January this 6th. made up bullshit yeah. that they've concocted in the dark rooms of the White House. Oh, my God. 
Seriously, that's all it is. It's Russian collusion. So they all came on board Mm -hmm. with this Russian collusion things. They knew it was fake. Yeah. They but they kept it, on, yeah. they kept on. No, it's, just, it's just like the fucking Mueller report. All the way into the 2020 election. Well, hold on, it, this guy, he ends the he ends the article the perfect way. He says, bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I had to throw that in there. It's like, that's the perfect cherry on top yeah. to the Bond fuck you voyage. That was this, this is probably one of the greatest articles I've ever read. Good for you, bro. Good for you. John Nolte. John Nolte out of Breitbart News. Well done, sir. Now, you think that's bad. You think that's bad. For those that follow me on Instagram at John Savage Burke, Trump posted a goodbye to her on True Social, which you can find me there at John Burke. Oh, yeah. Trump's goodbye read as the following. Congratulations to Harriet Eggman on a great and very decisive win in Wyoming. This is a wonderful (laughs) result for America and a complete rebuke of the unselect committee of political hacks and thugs. Liz Cheney should be ashamed of herself, the way she acted, and her spiteful, sanctimonious words and actions towards others. Now she can finally disappear into the depths of the political oblivion, where I am sure she will be much happier than she is right now. Thank you, Wyoming. Damn. He's, uh... Bro, out for blood, as he should be. He's pretty eloquent. He is. I think somebody uh, else wrote that for him. I do. Whoever did it was pretty good. It was very good. Yeah. Good for you, Trump. Good for you. That's a fuck that bitch. Bo bo. Yeah, I can't blame bitch. the guy bo. for hurling insults at these people after what they've done yeah. to him and his family. Exactly. For just running for president, like he after they've all, gone after. All him, he did was yeah. he ran for president to try to make it a better place for Americans. Yeah. And they just couldn't take it. Yeah, that's hundred percent true. Ah. <sighs> We'll see. We'll see. It's just so. It's so fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's a that was a big one. That Liz Cheney one. Yeah. Especially after all the uh, Democrats and her dad came out. Yeah, and, and it just yeah. They threw millions and millions uh-huh. of dollars behind her. Still wasn't enough. Her campaign wasn't enough. She got she got her ass handed to her. Good. Donald Trump dynasty killer. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You remember back in the this old days? This guy's going to be an urban legend. Oh, in no like shit. Did, did you ever hear the one about Donald Trump and Cheney? <laughs> Gather around, children. There were, remember World of Warcraft? <laughs> I don't know if it's still like that. When I played World of Warcraft, nerd alert real quick. Back in the early days of World of Warcraft, when you unlocked certain achievements that came with titles for your character, and you could select which title was displayed above your character's name that other players in the world could see. So if you went out and you accomplished certain quests, like difficult quests, you'd sometimes be rewarded with, say, for example, like, uh, you know, Troll Killer or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's what Trump's got. He's got, like, Dynasty Ender, Pelosi Melter Downer, fucking <laughs> twice impeached. So he just fucking, unto Teflon Don. I mean, I know that was John Gotti's thing, but now we got Donna's, Donald Trump's Teflon Don. Yeah, there's a... Uh, just You can't touch the motherfucker. You really can't. 2023 will mean no more Bush, Cheney, McCain, or Clinton in office. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Ah. <sighs> It's, it's great. It's so great. The era of Donald Trump has brought a great many changes to the political world since 2016, and the year 2023 will be no different. The dynasties of Bush, Cheney, McCain, and Clinton will hold no quarter in either statewide or national office. With the defeat of Liz Cheney in the Wyoming Republican congressionary primary, or congressional primary on Tuesday, the franchise dynasties that have dominated the U.S. political landscape 
going all the way back to the 1970s, came to a crashing halt. Damn. Hmm. Damn. With the defeat of Liz Cheney in the Wyoming Republican congressional primary on Tuesday, the franchise dynasties that had dominated the U.S. political landscape going back to has come to a crash and halt. Whether or not the Republican Party takes control of Congress in November's midterm election, come January 23rd, there will be no politician by name Bush, Cheney, McCain, or Clinton in the halls of Congress, the White House, or even this on the state level. In Texas, for instance, existence, instance, ah, in Texas, for instance, George P. Bush, despite his best efforts to court the Trump vote, will end his term as the state land commissioner, effectively ending the Bush dynasty until it strikes a political comeback. In decades past, there were few political dynasties in Texas as unstoppable as the Bush family name, with a solid legacy stretching all the way back to the 1960s. In the age of Trump, the name's staying power has definitely waned, and George P. Bush became the last casualty earlier this year when he lost to Ken Paxton in the Texas Attorney General race, as the Texan Tribune noted back in May. His ubiquitous name recognition is emerging as a liability in the Republican Party. Oh, dude, the Bushes are not liked in the GOP. Uh, nope. Nope. No, 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 no. Not liked here in Texas. I nope. mean, they might as well move. He might as well move to California. Oh, my God. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. <sighs> yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh... They destroyed their names here. Oh, yeah. Bush said those attacks are led by Paxton don't reflect support he has seen on the campaign trail. What you see on the campaign trail is one thing. What you see actually turn out to the polls is another thing entirely. So it doesn't. you're using a, a skewed perspective or anecdotal at best. The sitting attorney general's ads against Bush focus on labeling him a rhino, Republican in name only, and linking him in his famous family. Pre uh, George P. Bush made every effort he could to court Trump's favor, endorsing him both times for president and enthusiastically seeking his support until the former president endorsed Ken Paxton straight out of the gate. This dude should have known. Like, you're a Bush. You're not getting his support. Yeah. Bush went against Trump. I wouldn't trust him either. Fuck no. As much as Trump's been backstabbed, yeah. hell no. By virtue of your name alone, I'm not going anywhere near you. Yeah. Look what Romney did to him. Oh, psh. Jesus. Right. You know, for him to even take that meeting with Romney. Mm, oh, I know. I'm like, I wouldn't even have wasted my time. Nope. That guy's a total scumbag. scumbag. Yep. I mean, piece of shit. It's, it's nuts. It's nuts. I mean, I, he couldn't even... I don't even know if it was a good thing that he lost to Obama or he, he didn't get the presidency. You it's know what I mean? It's probably better he didn't, yeah. I mean, because... What would have changed? Nothing. Yeah, it'd be like you're just voting for the same person. I, I wrote in Ron Paul's name. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. I could tell that guy was a douchebag. It's weird. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even for Donald Trump, it was a pretty dangerous political high-wire act. Days after a blowout victory in New Hampshire, the Republican presidential frontrunner stood on the debate stage in South Carolina and accused former President uh, George W. Bush of lying about the existence of weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. He also faulted the former president for the terrorist attacks on September 11, 2001 that brought down the World Trade Center. For any other politician, it could have been a campaign-ending moment. Instead, it underscored Trump's unique ability to make statements that would sink anyone else but still They'll come out on top. I don't know if I'd really defend that part of it because Trump has said some stupid shit. He said some stupid shit. Not even to lie on that one. 
Though the late Republican Arizona Senator John McCain's widow, Cindy, has been working the political sidelines endorsing Joe Biden in 20... (laughs) What does that tell you? Exactly. What does that tell you? I mean, come on. I need money. I just just don't get what goes through their minds. I'm surprised. She probably needs money. It's, It's... But how would you get that? Money? They've got... How do you think, think they're getting they paid? Do you think oh, they get paid to endorse? Hell yeah. You don't think there's ways... Mm. Th- these, this whole book thing mm. where they write these books and they become bestseller. Yeah, that's true. I mean, look at Hillary Clinton when she wrote her book. She couldn't get people at Costco to come and get a book from her to get her <laughs> autograph, right? Yeah. So you get all these foreign countries that probably have warehouses full of their books. What? I would fuck? say that's one way. Has anyone else been here for a few years? If so, has anyone else noticed since 2020 or 2021, John has been stumbling on words sometimes? I think it's gotten worse. I don't know. Please tell me if you guys hear it too. What the fuck is wrong with you? Hmm. Do people really fucking focus on shit like that? (laughs) You fucking like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) Okay. Have you noticed that John's scratching his nuts more than ever? Like, what, what the fuck is wrong with you people? It could be that I cut you off. But I haven't noticed anything, to be honest with you. Half the time I'm fucking high when I do this podcast. Probably why. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Delta 8. It's fucking amazing the chat says. It's fucking Delta 8. Jesus Christ. Mm, Things sound a lot funnier in my head. (laughs) They do. I have to laugh about this shit. My God. (laughs) It's the cheap wine. It is that too, probably sometimes. (laughs) I'm kind. I'm not high right now, but I'm, I'm coming down off of high from last night. That's for sure. I'll tell you, um, these new uh, gummies that we have coming in, mm, whew, bro, they are potent. Though Democrats have long held former first daughter Chelsea, this is one thing that I am watching, though, because they've been grooming her for a while. You think she's going to make a political run? Uh, I think she will. I don't think so. I, you don't think so? She is even more unlikable than her mom, I think. Mm, I don't know. I, yeah, I just don't think that's... Somebody in the chat is like, has anybody noticed that John Burke talks a lot when he's streaming? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to stop reading the chat. I got to stop doing it. You motherfuckers are going to get me sidetracked. Oh, my I have God. Noticed that. I have these fucking retards. Have you noticed that John's stumbling over his words? Well, I guess he must have dementia like Joe, but shut the fuck up, you fucking whack job weirdos. Yeah, John, I got your ice cream. I got your ice cream. <laughs> Do you have desk? any kids I can sniff over there? Under the desk. Half the time I'm high when I'm doing this fucking podcast. Or coming down from a high from the night before. Yeah, I don't think uh, Chelsea Clinton has a political future. I think. You don't think so? She'll write a book. Probably get millions of dollars. <laughs> oh bing, my bang, god! Boom. That'd be like these people like Hunter just... Biden having a political career. I think. I, I just don't. Yeah, see but it. Chelsea didn't smoke crack. I don't see it. Have you ever heard her speak? It's awful. Really? Oh, she's just. She's I, a Clinton. They're fucking. They're atrocious. They're like dogs. She just doesn't have that. That likability factor, right? You yeah. know, like her dad, Bill Clinton. Yeah, very likable. Whether you gr- time, yeah. whether you agreed with him or didn't agree with him. Yeah, there's one thing back in the '90s is all right. You know that he was getting blowjobs under the <laughs> desk, but overall, oh, overall, you know, everybody was like, oh, okay, you know, he's not, he's not that bad. The funny thing is, of all the people that he did that with, he did it with Monica Lewinsky, who's not even that good looking. Bro, if you're going to get your dick sucked in the Oval Office and I, cheat on your hideous y- wife. Do you think she was the only one? No. There was this. Uh, no. Well, there was a book that came out. There it was, were many it was affairs from a that he had. Secret Service. That, yeah. Yeah, he had it, many affairs. Where this Secret Service agent was talking about all the 
blowjob towels that they would have to discard. Oh it was a really interesting book, but they had blowjob towels. Yeah, I didn't like, know anything uh, about this. This guy's. I can't remember. It came out. How many towels did Bill Clinton go through a day? I don't know how many it was a day. You but figured he had it was, it was quite a few. Like yeah, like that was that was his job. Being the president was his hobby, and getting blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> that was his job. <laughs> <laughs> Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton has hinted at a possible 2024 run because she has said nothing conclusive about her future plans. There's no way she's going to run. You'd be, she'd be stupid to run. You lost to Trump. And if you thought Trump was liked back then, oh, yeah. which he really wasn't, he's even more liked now, oh, yeah. even more so that, Hillary, you are more hated. Mm -hmm. Like, Jesus, he embarrassed you on the international stage. Hardcore. Oh, yeah. While the Obamas have certainly made their presence known in the cultural sphere, through their production company Higher Grounds, former First Lady Michelle Obama has given no indication of ever running for office despite Democrats' highest hope. Why? Because she was the president's wife? Yeah. She looks what, like a dude. Like, no. What qualifies her? Exactly. I, what, really, what qualifies any of, the, any of these people to be in government? Money. Money. Right? I mean, what qualified Liz Cheney? Well, what qualifies... Nancy Pelosi, I mean, Nancy Pelosi's been in office, God, since the 50s? Jesus, it's been that, that up. There's no way. No, no, no. It's got to be at least the 70s. 70s, no, 80s, no, no. 90s, it's, 2000s. It's been, it's, it was She's been in office for over 40 years? Good Lord. Right um, George Papadopoulos tweeted out, when Liz Cheney is sent packing tonight by Wyoming's voters, it will be the first time in over 100 years we no longer have any Bushes, McCains, Cheneys, or Clintons in office. I feel like that's something worth celebrating. Oh, my back. Oh, there it is. Man, I heard that. Yeah, Donald Trump has now ended the Cheney, Bush, and Clinton political dynasties. Uh, William Wolf tweets out, Everyone is rightly noting that Trump ended the Bush, Clinton, Cheney dynasty. It's very true. He also ended Paul Ryan's political career. And a very, a, wait, and a very Trumpian forerunner, David Bratt, ended Eric Cantor. Wins across the board. After tonight, blah, 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 Trump killed off all these political dynasties in seven years. Trump wasn't even a politician six years ago. Six years later, he's ended the political dynasties of Bush, Clinton, and Cheney. Never tell me, orange man, never gave you anything, black pliers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. Well, this is great. Now, you got to love. Um... <laughs> it's just. Kitzinger. This dude, like. And, and there's a reason he's not running re-election, because he knows. Kitzinger was at least smart enough to see, I've ended my career. Like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. So I'm not even going to run for re-election, because of what we're seeing with Cheney now, Kitzinger didn't want to face that embarrassment. Yeah. Smart. That's kind of like, here, take the pistol with the one shot, and you know what to do. Go over there and do it. And he's basically done to his career. Yeah. But Kitzinger's coming out. He says, pastors failing, Christians equating Trump to Jesus. Hear me out. Representative Adam Kitzinger said Tuesday on MSNBC's Alex Wagner Tonight that he believed pastors in America are failing their congregations because many Christians are equating former President Donald Trump to Jesus. I've actually seen this. I have actually seen this. I hate, I hate to say it, but I have seen this. I, I, don't, I don't think it's that. I think it goes back to these people come up with such outlandish things that 
it forces people to dig in their heels and to make him out to be a bigger deal than it should be. But, but wait, right? nothing that we've said today has made me want to say, but you know what? Trump is akin to Christ. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say that. Nobody is. No, the, no, there are some people that are, no, there are some serious Donald Trump worshipers out there. Oh, there yeah, are, I'm not saying 100%. that, but uh, he's not, you know, akin to Christ. No, of course not. Kitzinger said, I've come to believe over the last year that people more than uh, more than even fearing death were such a tribalistic people that they fear being kicked out of their tribe. So you accept anything because now Republicanism and conservatism, Trumpism becomes your identity, and so you're going to say. Kitzinger also voted See, in like 99% of Trump's policies yeah, anyway. These are such unfair views, I think, too, because— it, if you're in agreement with him on a, a secure border, mm -hmm. does that mean that you think he's a god king? No. Or if he negotiates new trade deals that are better for the United States, does that make him? No, but I, that's not what he's saying here. But that's what it sounds no, like. Said, hold on. He said he continued, I'm going to say this as a Christian myself. The pastors, many pastors in this country are failing their congregations, not even just by, you know, pushing a kind of Trumpism from the pulpit, but even refusing to talk about how bad it is, how corrosive, how. Uh, so, so hold on here. Kitzinger doesn't seem to understand. You should be keeping politics out of the church. Politics shouldn't even be in the church. I'm sorry. As a pastor, if I was a pastor of a church, which would never happen, um, <laughs> no, politics are not getting brought up on the pulpit. See, I, That's reserved for God. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh, I, I don't agree with that. I think that once you start mixing religion and politics, religion, church is for a place of worship, the worldly things, because even Christ said, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Right? I think church should be devoted just to God. And then according to that, Everybody should vote according to their own conscience. I don't feel like a pastor has the moral authority to say, this is the candidate that me as a pastor of this church are going to vote for, and you should as well, because you're in the position to where people believe in what you say. And I feel like, what if you get it wrong? I think people should be left to their own interpretations or their own um, ideas and what they want to vote for in a candidate. Now, of course, there are going to be candidates that are a better reflection of your Christian conservative values that you should probably vote in accordance with. I agree with that, but I just don't feel like it's the pastor's place. I feel like if we get our pastors political, it's too far. It's just too far. Mm, I don't know. I feel like I, uh, there's a balance there that you can. I, I guess. I guess let's, it depends on what kind of. Let's look at Trump. Then let's look Christian. at Trump. Let's look at if, like Alan West preached at your church, and it, right? did he say anything positive about Trump? Uh. I think so. Okay. Trump's also a womanizer. He's fucked right. many women. He's had many different affairs. Right. So why are we bringing up a scandalous womanizer in a church and then giving him any kind of praise? Well, I don't, well, I mean, if you believe the Bible, did God make a donkey talk? Do you think if God can use a donkey to tell a prophet something that he couldn't use Donald Trump, who is clearly... Did that donkey fuck other donkeys when he was married? No, but it just goes to show you that he could use <laughs> he could the, use he could use the unfit but the to, fact to is, get this his point across. That's, that that's you can what just I walk up and grab him by the pussy. That's and I'm not yeah. sitting there saying that. I, I, number does one, he I still, think, I, does he still hold that point of view? I don't know if he does or not. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Josh, you know he had all come these. On. He had all these come people on. come into his, into all these come pastors on, and bro. stuff. I don't know. I just think there's a Donald Trump plays the role. Of, I don't think it's as Democrat black as white six as months, six years ago. Yeah, I, I just don't think it is. It's as black as white as you know, church here and politics over here. I think they're. He paid a porn star two hundred and fifty thousand dollars <laughs> to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't. I'm not Which saying that indicative of guilt. I'm not don't saying he wrong. didn't. Yeah, 
I'm but not I saying he didn't feel, do those it things. It just goes to my point of I don't think we should be talking about somebody like this in or from the pulpit. I just don't. I feel like that's one of those things, like, if you want to talk about it after church, do your thing. But while I feel like you're in that sermon, you should be learning about the Bible and God and things like that. I don't feel like you should be talking about politics because where does it stop? Mm -hmm. Once you open that door, it's game on for everything. And then what if, for example, in the future, what about the primaries? What's that pastor going to say then? Which candidate is he going to pick? Because now you're going amongst conservatives. And then you're going to split your congregation. Dumb move. I just think it's a very, I think politics and church should be kept completely separate. So I just, I, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. See, I, I think it's, again, I think it goes back to what your belief is, yeah, your religion is, you know, I, I mean, if you're a Christian and you think Jesus Christ is coming back, mm-hmm. all right, there's going to, he's going to descend. So uh, it, I think everything is, you know, intertwined. I just think it's everything's connected together. So to be able to talk about what's going on in current events, also translate into into the Bible. What's what's going on right now? That's my personal I, belief. I think a lot of it can be trans. I mean, even the Book of Revelations talks yeah. about how we're living in the end times right. still. But even still, from the pulpit, it's like you can make examples. But I wouldn't be talking about policy. I wouldn't be talking about what's going on in the political climate as far as like this is who you should vote for. I feel like as a pastor, even as like okay, say for example, like do you think a psychologist? or a therapist for that manner should be doing the same thing to their, to their clients and their patients. A therapist? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not. I mean, why? Wh- what are you talking about? As far- so there was a therapist who told, I, I knew this girl who I used to work this event down in uh, Baylor, Baylor college mm-hmm. and really pretty girl. She was like 20 years old. She was on her, on the crew. And uh, she started to see this therapist who's mm-hmm. uh, trans and she started telling this girl how she could get all this government funding to mm-hmm. get her trans <clears throat> surgery and really, you know, kind of pushed her into transitioning mm-hmm. um, uh, into, you know, cutting her boobs off and all this <laughs> other stuff. So, like, that kind of stuff, I'm like, it's probably not a good idea to be, you know, if you're there to talk about your feelings. But you disagree because it's an opinion that you disagree with. It's, it's uh, that therapist pushed something you didn't agree with. So you think everybody in that congregation is going to agree with what that pastor has to say about a particular candidate or anything like that? Yeah, well, like you that? don't have to go to that church. But you don't have to go to that therapist. But the point yeah. is, I don't think it belongs there, especially in that position that therapist has of trust with that client or the pastor has with that congregation of well, trust. I mean, the people that are going to the church obviously want to be there. So in my church, they'll, hear about God. they'll work in, you know, what's going on in today's culture, you know, and in, in the country. What's going on? Maybe times have changed since I've been in a church, but the way I grew up, uh, it was just one of those things like politics was kept outside of church because I feel like when you're in that— It's not politics all the time, but when you have stuff like the election season coming around and, uh, you know, people like Hillary Clinton, Mm -hmm. you know, just some of these people who you have a pretty good idea that they're (laughs) (laughs) they're not good people— I don't so know. we can make a justification if it's Hillary Clinton. Okay. I, <laughs> if it's about Hillary, all bets are I off. Fair I just game. think it's. Uh, I think I you know. could, I think there's some correlation between you know, I don't know. Christianity and uh, and politics and what's going on. I think uh, somebody says John Burke. You don't have to 
You don't have to tell people who to vote for and have politics and church. Yes, people are going to be led to believe you're speaking on behalf of somebody. That's just easily interpreted that way. That nobody in my church has ever said, this is who you should vote for. Mm-hmm. But they definitely talk about like the current events and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that that's going on. Mm-hmm. And it translates into you know biblical teachings. Right. So, I mean, there's nobody up I there. I can like, see it from that standpoint. Like, Alan West doesn't get up there and uh, talk about, you know, this is who you should vote for. He never campaigned in no, your he's church? Not, no, he's not. He, when he was running for governor, mm-hmm. you know, he, he got up and spoke. I voted for him. Yeah. I think Alan West would be a, a, a great governor, you know. That's oh, not happening now. It's yeah. not happening now, but I think, you know, just after hearing him speak and uh, being around him for a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. he shares the same values as me or I share the same values as him. Mm. You know, he's a family man. You know, he's in church. He's out there preaching and, mm-hmm. you know, making a positive impact on the country. So, I mean, that's the type of person I'd want in, in a leadership and role. And plus, you know, he was in the military. You know, he was colonel. I met him twice. He was always a nice dude. He was always mm-hmm. nice to me. But I don't know. I just feel like if you want to reference politics in the biblical sense to say, hey, this is a sign of whatever, I could see that. I, I've seen that. That's yeah. I got no problem with that. It's just that I feel like a Kitzinger's context here, like they should be speaking out against Donald Trump. It's like, No. I was like, I don't think you should be speaking about anything. Mm-hmm. Now, if people want to draw their own references, that's completely on them. Because I feel like if you're going to go after one person, you better go after them all. Mm-hmm. And when you open that door, as the one guy in the chat said, you can talk about politics and not talk about who to vote for. If you're consistently going after one side or one type of group of people, they're going to be led to believe, okay, this guy's clearly against liberals. Or, okay, this guy's clearly against Republicans. I mean, because if you're a... Uh if you're a Christian, mm-hmm. then you could probably say that you're not going to agree with abortion, yeah. right? <clears throat> because conception— Funny you say that because we got an article about that coming up that I want people's opinions on. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to be a Democrat mm-hmm. or be a Republican and support, you know, free, you know, pro-choice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a baby in the womb. Yeah. You know, it's the most innocent of innocents. Mm. Well, you're still a whore, so. (laughs) (laughs) And this is some kind of sad news. Never saw this coming, but end of an era. Dodge will stop building Chargers and Challengers in favor of electric cars. Fucking what? Dodge has announced a last call for its Charger and Challenger models as the company is celebrating the end of an era and switching to electric vehicles, whether their customers want them or not. And this is how you go under. Mm -hmm. The majority of your customer base, I can tell you right now, is not going to want electric cars. And it's also not sustainable. (laughs) What are the army of new privates going to buy now? Sarge, I got it at a 26% interest rate. Jesus. Are you kidding me? And Chargers, like, I used to have a Charger. They're beautiful cars. Mm-hmm. That's like, it's like an updated muscle car. Yeah. It's a beautiful car. And you're telling me you're going to stop making American muscle cars to make these fucking... Um, Those electric cars, they don't, like, there's no noise or anything, is there? No. Nothing. It's not like you're not revving the engine. I drive a fucking Tesla, so I'm yeah. sitting here saying, like, even I think it's a bad fucking move, because I also have the vet. There is, I'm sorry. I own the electric car because it does cut down on my gas consumption a lot. But when I push that starter button on that fucking Stingray, I was like, oh, my dick moves. It moves. Even my balls move. That's just because the vibrations of the seat. My dick's getting hard, though. I'm sorry. This is a stupid fucking move. Stupid move. 
The Dodge Charger and Dodge Challenger in current form are coming to an end, announced Dodge's parent company Stellantis on Monday. The company added that it plans to release the look of its final 2023 Charger and Challenger models, which will come with a commemorative last call under the plaque. This thing's going to be worth a lot. I'm telling you. Hmm. That thing's going to be worth a lot. If that's the la- if that is indeed the last model, it's going to be worth a lot. Or maybe it's just a marketing ploy, and they'll be like, oh, we sold so many, we're going to keep making them. Possibility. We are celebrating the end of an era and the start of a bright new electrified future by staying true to our brand. <laughs> what? Tim Kaninskis, Dodge brand chief executive officer, said, Kaninskis added that the brand will mark the last of our iconic Charger and Challenger nameplates in their current form in the same way that got us here with a passion both for our products and our enthusiastics enthusiasts that drive us to create as much uniqueness in the muscle car community dude you can't even how are you even (laughs) conflating electric with muscle car i know where the fuck are you coming up like i'm sorry even tesla with the tesla truck does not look muscular can you see the like people in the future working on their electric cars (laughs) (laughs) got the hood up putting in some double a batteries Dudes in shorts with like mid-wrist cutoffs with like a blow dryer out. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm fixing my car. Hey, Mike, just working on the car. (laughs) Good on the beast. I got the Energizer bunny like doing laps around. It's going. Just putting in some new batteries. Putting in some new batteries. It's going to be great. Going to take it to the drag race. Stellantis is the latest (laughs) automobile company to jump on the electric EV bandwagon. Earlier this summer, Ford CEO Jim Farley said he believes that the electric car market will soon enter into an intense price war with upcoming models costing as little as $25,000. I think as as a company... It's smart to push into EV, 100%. It's stupid to abandon your top seller. Or I don't even know it's their top seller, but one of their classics. Like, no. Mm -hmm. Dumb fucking move. Dumb move. No. Yeah, I think I would, if I got an electric car, it would be a secondary car. Wouldn't be my main source because... Why would be your secondary? Well, what if there's a power outage for days at a time? But there's not. I'm talking about realistically, if you got one today, you'd make it your alternate versus your primary? Uh, no, I I would make it a primary, but I would have like a second car, okay. like a gas like, car. Yeah, that's what I right. mean. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I agree with you there because when we got hit with that snow shit, yeah. we were only down for like two. I didn't lose power. I did lose. Yeah, I did lose water, but I didn't lose power. Mm-hmm. But even with the fucking gas, I couldn't go anywhere because everything we didn't. We, I think we have like one snow plow truck in all of Dallas. So it's like, yeah, this shit ain't getting plowed anytime soon. <laughs> But you know who was? Your My mom. girl. Oh, shit. Oh. No. Yeah, your mom. <laughs> I can't believe I missed that one. Fuck. <laughs> um, Stellantis is a blah, blah, blah. Okay. Breitbart News previously reported, Electric reports that Ford CEO Jim Farley believes that the electric car market is about to enter an intense price war. Uh, when more affordable models become available due to production issues and strong demand, there is nothing close to a price war in the EV market, but Farley believes that it is likely going to change soon. Now, a lot of this has to do with how they're um, mining these minerals for the batteries that they make. Now, I, I'm under the impression, however they're making the Tesla batteries, I'm sure that these other EVs are going to be similar in fashion, mm-hmm. I would assume. 
During the Bernstein Strategic Decisions Conference on Wednesday, Ford CEO Jim Farley stated that he expects to see the cost of uh, making electric vehicles fall in the coming years, allowing them to be sold for as cheap as $25,000. He said, so I believe there will be our industry is definitely headed to a huge price war, said Farley. He noted that the Mustang Mach-E currently starts at around 45000 but the battery pack alone costs Ford 18000 to build, a production price he hopes to lower in coming years. It's not going to lower if more people are getting into this industry and those resources become more scarce. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just what I'm thinking. Uh, Farley appears thrilled with the prospects of manufacturing EVs, which may impact manufacturing employment. The CEO describes EVs as half the fixtures, half the workstations, half the welds, 20% less fasteners. We designed it because it's such a simple product to radically change the manufacturability. You can follow that. Okay. I think it's a dumb move. Because I really feel, I feel like this EV thing, it's going to hit hard for a while, but it's eventually going to go away. I shouldn't say go away fully. I don't think the electric vehicle push is going to go as mainstream as people think it's going to or become as popular as they think it's going to. Yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like even Elon Musk had said in the stuff that we read that mm-hmm. he's like, this is not sustainable. The power grids cannot handle it. If everybody has got their car plugged into a 220-volt outlet in their house, yeah. the grids are going to fail because it gets too much. Mm-hmm. So even for my car, it, it takes around three to four hours to fully charge that motherfucker on a 220. On a 110, it'll take over 24 hours. It's nuts. Yeah. But that thing draws a lot of fucking voltage when it's charging. You put that in every fucking home in a city, like Dallas itself, 4.8 million. Granted, uh, of the people that live there, it's probably way less than that, but give or take a million or two. Dude, there ain't no way. Yeah. No way. But we'll see. But I think it's a dumb move for them to freaking cancel out the two prominent freaking models they've got. Mm-hmm. And they're beautiful cars, man. Beautiful cars. I'm not even a gearhead either. But I think those are two of the most beautiful cars I've ever seen. I just love the body styles, especially the Hellcat. Oh, my God. I think it's dangerous. But speaking of toys, which I don't think we're talking about toys, but we are now. Um, now, I want people's opinions on this because I'm, dude, I don't think I'd agree with this, but maybe I'm overthinking it. Hochul targets toy guns in bed, huh? in bed to reduce New York crime. The law will ensure misleading and potentially dangerous devices are all off our streets, Hachul said. New York Democratic Governor Kathy Hachul signed legislation targeting toy guns that look real in a bid to fight crime in the state. Restricting these realistic-looking devices will ensure misleading and potentially dangerous devices are off our streets. Uh, Keeping kids, law enforcement, and all New Yorkers safe, Hachul said Tuesday when signing the bill. Um... I don't think I agree with that. I Normally, I don't agree with banning anything. Mm-hmm. But if you do have to put a law in a place that's going to protect or prevent potential shootings from occurring, from, like, somebody mistaking a toy gun for a ruin, then do what we've always done. It's paint the tip orange. Yeah. We've done that since I was a kid. Yeah. And it's worked. But they take it a little too far here. She says, the new law requires toy guns to be painted bright colors such as wet, uh, red, white, orange, yellow, green, blue, pink, and purple. It is acceptable under the new law that toy guns be entirely transparent. Toy guns that are black, blue, silver, or aluminum are prohibited in the state. That's fucking ridiculous. That you, you, you have to get a permit to even purchase a toy gun now in New York. What the shit? Hmm. 
Data from the governor's office show there have been 63 shootings since 1994 due to an imitation gun being mistaken for a real gun. Eight of the shootings were fatal. So based upon those 63 shootings since 94, we're creating another law. Look, shit happens sometimes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's how Democrats do things. I know. That'll be $8 million. This woman just looks like the Crypt Keeper's sister. Ugh. Improperly designed imitation guns posed in an unnecessary and indefensible risk to the lives of our children. Since 1994, there have been at least 63 shootings in New York State as a result of imitation weapons being mistaken for real firearms, at least eight of which were fatal. I'm pretty much guaranteeing of those 63 or 64 incidences, you could probably attribute that to parents being shitty parents and not teaching their children, hey, someone could mistake this as a real fucking gun. Don't bring it outside of the house. Common fucking sense applies here, but yeah. not really. These are liberals and this is New York. Yeah. Um, you know, although very tragic, it's in a oh, yeah. country of oh, 330 yeah. million people. Yeah. And there's how eight people have been killed. I mean, do we now put laws in a place? Because it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's um, probably higher numbers of deaths from doing even more ridiculous things. Yeah, but you're going to love this. And I know exactly where your mind's going to go to because mine went there, too. Similar laws already in effect in New York City. The law will not apply to toy guns used during theatrical performances. Oh, of course not. <laughs> Alex. Ah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. There it is. Son of a bitch. Finish it. Finish Alex, it. He killed a guy. Alex killed a guy. <laughs> the FBI put a rubber stamp on it yesterday. <laughs> like, yep. Yep. Alec pulled the trigger. Turns out you do have to pull the trigger. <laughs> How do guns work again, Bob? Hmm. Oh my God! Alex, we're going to need about six million dollars to investigate this. Alex, this stateside body count is higher than mine. I'm kind of ashamed of that. I feel like I should have more body count. Oh my God! The law will take effect 90 days from the governor signed the bill on Tuesday. The law follows a 2015 settlement reached by the uh, the then Attorney General Eric. Oh, oh, excuse me, Shannon. Whoever's listening to this is probably yawning with me. My bad, guys. The law follows a 2015 settlement reached by then-Attorney General Eric Schneiderman's office and 30 retailers that sold realistic toy guns to people in New York. The law at the time required imitation guns sold in the state not be black, blue, silver, or aluminum. So they're taking a step further. I mean, they might as well just go full-on New York liberal and say it has to be rainbow-colored. Or just, you can't have them at all. Yeah. They've got to be made out of wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's ridiculous. The CDC director. I don't know why this bitch even has a job anymore. Like everybody in that organization should be fired. I know. Fired. It's just completely worthless. Yeah. You'd think there'd be somebody in that organization that would step up and be like, yeah, these guys are full of shit. They knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. Like we all know that already. Listen to this one dude, this Paladin plot armor says, I want stricter gun laws so illegals can't get them. Illegals can't get them. What are you talking about? He said, I have no problem passing a background check. How how do you think illegals are getting guns? Illegally. Illegally, you dumb fuck. Like, get out of my chat if you're an idiot. Like, if you don't know what the fuck you're saying, get the fuck out of my chat. 
you go through a background check already. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And illegals are the one bringing them across the border. That oh, my God. Mountains of fentanyl. Oh, my God. And, this, and it says that Twitch says this guy's a ban evader. So probably going to ban him again because he sounds like a fucking moron. Bye. Paladin plot armor banned. It's, it's like some stupid shit. I want stricter gun laws so the illegals can get them. They, they, <laughs> we already go through background oh. checks. All right. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to waste any brain cells. What a fucking moron. Um, CDC director orders reorganization saying COVID-19 response did not reliably meet expectations. You don't say. <laughs> I like how she's like, hey, we're going to reorganize this because we fucked it up. Yeah, including you, bitch. You should yeah. fire yourself. Start at the very tip top there. You piece of shit. Walensky says CDC changes are meant to help the agency release data quicker and <laughs> release data quicker. Kind of like the vaccine that doesn't fucking work. Oh, but my symptoms are mild. Yeah, sure they are. While Biden's on an inhaler. Ah, at least the symptoms are mild. I can only sniff this kid with one nostril instead of two. We talked about uh, his wife having it too, right? Yeah, Joe Biden. Yep. Joe. Well, now there's reports that they're saying that Biden still has it, that he never got over it. So I, I don't know. That's not COVID. It's gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Joe. The director of the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention on Wednesday announced a reset that will focus on making the organization quicker and responding to new health threats amid criticism of its response to the COVID-19 pandemic. It wasn't that you weren't fast enough. Excuse me. It was that you were wrong. And you didn't give it time. It's okay to tell the public, hey guys, we don't fucking know. But we're going to keep studying this, and we're not going to rush this. It's okay. Let the Roman mob of social media whine all they want. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Their policies destroyed it lives. Just, yes, 100%. Crushed. And businesses, it's, it's nuts. Crushed businesses, <clears throat> especially in these Democratic-run states. Jesus. Even here. Yeah. Even here. Yeah, I was uh, disappointed in um, Abbott for that, that yeah. bullshit. Yep. Really getting on board with the, uh, mm-hmm. the masking and— Yep. Shutting the, the whole state down. Christy Noem, the only one. Yeah. The only one was Christy Noem. With balls. Balls. I've got balls of steel. My name is Christy Noem. Yeah. She should run. She should run for president. I'd vote for her. I would, too. The CDC's director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, told the agency staff about the changes, which include internal staffing moves and steps to speed up the data release. All you're doing is moving cancerous people from one department to another. That's all you're doing. That's it. And saying it's restaffing to get information out there quicker. Get the fuck out of here. Again, this is our own MSM's fault. They reported on this as if this is the next thing that's going to kill every fucking American. And you got everyone riled up. You got everyone scared shitless. You got everyone hitting the fucking streets in panic. And as a response, the government had to step in and say, oh, we need to combat this through a vaccine process. Forget the long-term studies and clinical trials. We're just going to shit this thing out in two years and say we're good to go. And you wonder why people are dropping dead from it. Mm -hmm. And that's where the conspiracy theorism is coming from. I'm sorry, but when you have NFL athletes and ex-athletes that are still young, my age, in great shape, dropping dead, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. For 75 years, the CDC and public health have been preparing for COVID-19, and in our big moment, our performance did not reliably meet expectations. No, it didn't, and it never will. 
She said in a statement obtained by the Washington Post, my goal is a new public health action oriented culture that CDC emphasizes accountability, collaboration, communication. Time. Look, I'm sorry, but I got no respect for you. When you wanted to lock down the entire country as a result of COVID, and yet you're doing jack shit about monkeypox, don't sit there on your pedestal and tell me that you're wanting to have information released faster. The very same people that you condemned, which is us, the non-vaxxers, for not getting vaccinated and being the causes of all these fucking deaths, you sure are quiet towards the gay community. You don't have a lot to say about that. Granted, monkeypox isn't killing people, but that shit does not look like it's fun. Oh, it looks like it itches. It looks like it itches a lot. But you're not saying a fucking word about that. Not in regards to where it's at and who's spreading it. Mm-hmm. Who the, who's the super spreaders? Remember when they wanted to, like, dox us? Like, put their names on a list. If they don't want to get the vaccine, put their names on a list. That's a, you don't have to put my name on I'll tell you my name. I'm not getting the vaccine. Fuck yeah. yeah shut the fuck up. It's just, uh, we don't need the CDC. They're fucking worthless. The no, they are the worthless. C- they're That's worthless. a total waste of money. It is. The CDC, uh, the changes are a CDC initiative and was not directed by the White House. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't. Uh, it was not directed by the White House or other administration officials, Walensky said. Uh, and then right under that, it says First Lady Jill Biden test positive for COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> Dummy. Dumbass. The changes come amid ongoing criticism of the agency's response to COVID-19, monkeypox, and other public health threats. Experts said the CDC was slow to recognize how much the virus was entering the U.S. from Europe to recommend people wear masks. Oh, funny you bring that up because I remember a certain orange president is like, we need to close the borders to China. Mm-hmm. And I remember a Joe Biden, hey, man, that's xenophobic. I know. I've got a way to fight COVID. Trump doesn't. Biden takes office, not even in two years. Hey, the federal government can't do shit. It's up to the states. So you're a fucking liar. Yep. I remember this. <laughs> I remember this. This was the current president. That's I remember right. him campaigning on this. I saw the tweets. He fucking said it. He failed. The CDC is worthless. Fauci is fucking worthless. These people are hot garbage. It's ridiculous. You want to get this shit fixed, let private industry deal with it. And don't have government favoritism. Yep. If the government had not favored Pfizer, Johnson, anything like that shit, mm-hmm. we would have a competitive market out there. And you damn well better believe they would have been pushing hard for FDA approval. A hundred percent. I still wouldn't have taken a vaccine. Oh, fuck no. Absolutely not. Like, hey, let's just get this thing out as soon as possible. Like, mm, Yeah. I don't it's ridiculous. But I, I think you're just, we'll start to see more and more of these class action lawsuits. I hope so. They should. I hope so. I, I hope they get the shit suit out of this them. This should be a red flag to all these corporations who fired all these people for not mm-hmm. getting a vaccine. And I, I, there's yep. a lot of them. Yep. There, there's a lot of them. I would 100% start contacting people. If I was fired from, from any of these big companies and get a bunch of people together mm-hmm. who were fired because they didn't want to get vaccinated and sue the shit out of them. <laughs> Well, I mean, they're already doing that with other employers now, so it's good to see. That's what needs to happen, and Mm -hmm. it's the government's fault, you know? And if I was those corporations, I would file a lawsuit against the government. Mm -hmm. Like, well, they made us do it. Yep. They're the causation. Yep. It's it's sad. More breaking news on the FBI's raid of Mar-a-Lago. Apparently, they took three of Trump's passports. Unsure why. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Because they're criminals? <laughs> yeah. I took a handful of Melania's underwear, too. <laughs> mm. Smells like orange. Hey, make sure you grab me some of that underwear. Smells like dick in here. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong. 
But the last time I checked, I, I swore that the only time a law enforcement agency could ever get your passports is if you're a flight risk mm-hmm. or if there's some kind of investigation involving said passports. Why do they take Trump's? They said they did it on accident. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right. Uh, whoops. Whoopsie. Whoops. FBI's overly broad collection of evidence slammed in wake of Trump raid. Former President Donald Trump can lightly raise legitimate legal challenges to the FBI's search of his Florida resort following revelations that his passports and privileged documents were seized during the raid, a former FBI assistant director said. He said Trump's attorney could have a runway to argue the scope of the search is overly broad. Former FBI Assistant Director for Intelligence Kevin Brock told Just the News. Search warrants normally require a level of specificity. Specificity. God, fuck, I hate that word. Specificity. Specificity. Specifically? No, no, no. It's specific. It is... S-P-E-C-I-F-I-C-I-T. I I, I know the word. I can't say it. Just move on, for God's sake. Just move on, for crying out loud. (laughs) We're going to remind with an anonymity. (laughs) We have specificity. 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 You got it. There it is. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) No, I don't. You got it. Go ahead. Okay. They require require the the exact (laughs) level of of certain specific nature that seems to be missing in this warrant. Uh, Motherfucker. Specificity is important. It's specificity. I don't even want to attempt to say it at this point. To like, I'm about myself. You try it. Let's hear you say it. specificity. No, just move on. Specificity. I can't. It's like a challenge now. Specificity. Specificity. Damn it. Okay. Is It's important in order to protect the Fourth Amendment rights from exuberant government overreach designed to find whatever they can. The FBI returned the three passports belonging to Trump that were seized during the raid on Tuesday. And Fox News reported on Saturday that at least five of the boxes the FBI seized from Mar-a-Lago investigation. Um, hold on, I lost my place there. It skimmed up. Uh, <clears throat> okay, there it is. Uh, five of the boxes the FBI seized from Mar-a-Lago contain information protected by attorney-client privilege. Uh, some conservative critics have blasted the FBI's raid for being overly broad, noting that the Bureau's court-approved warrant authorized agents to seize Trump's resort any uh, from Trump's resort any government and or presidential records created between January 20th, 2017 and January 2021. That, again, was an attachment B. And, it, yeah, it was so generic. Mm-hmm. It gave such a broad left and right limit. It's like, so... You're not looking for something specific. You're just looking for something general to make specific is all you're trying to do. You're throwing out this FBI fucking cast net and hoping you grab something. Like, this is bullshit. This is fucking bullshit. All those people should be fired. They should should be brought up on charges. Every single one of those FBI agents should be be outed. It's nuts. It's it's insane what they did. To think that was okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I... They had to have known that it wasn't okay. Oh, but I feel like they get enough public support because they hate Trump. They can get away with it. And so far, they are. I mean... You and can, that's the sad thing. Yeah, I, I just don't think you could go under the guise of, I was just following orders. Like, well... No, not You didn't all, have yeah. to follow orders. You could yeah. have said, you know what? This I can't, is illegal. This yeah. is illegal. Even in the military, they tell you not to follow an unlawful order. Because right. if you do, you will be held accountable. Right. You know the difference between a lawful and unlawful yeah. order. 
And if these people are following unlawful orders for by just saying I was just doing my job, mm-hmm. no, you can go to prison with the rest of them. So you go around shopping for the right judge to sign off on this thing. It's such yep. pressing information that yep. it's gone on for. How long did it take them? Like a month? They start this process back in yeah, July? Th- they said that Garland had known about this for like weeks prior to them actually conducting this operation. Yeah. So it's like if you said that – even they admitted, they said mm-hmm. that we went about this in the most non-direct manner possible. It's like, no, you didn't. No, not at all. You went straight in and fucking raided this dude. You didn't ask yeah. for shit. No. You just raided the motherfucker. And you it's found like, Jeffrey so- Epstein's uh, judge? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's who they used. It's pretty much. Or was it his lawyer? Uh, I think it was his lawyer. Was it? Yeah, I think I, so. Either way, it still does not look good. And this guy's also a major Obama donor. It's like, go fucking figure. Yeah. It's a, you find the right judge to sign off on this stuff, and then yeah. you have no problems. Mm-hmm. You can, well, like I said, man, when you've got Democrats coming out and condemning you for your use of force with the DOJ, you know you fucked up. You know you fucked up. <sighs> we'll see. I mean... I I just don't know. Like the Democrats, I think they say things just to try to cover their their oh, asses yeah, yeah, yeah. for later yeah. down the road. Yeah. But that doesn't make them like someone to trust. Oh fuck no! Yeah, like I agree. Joe Manchin or <laughs> well, apparently because look fucking, where that asshole is. Yeah, <laughs> glad you said that. You know what I mean? Even cinema was kind of like we thought they're like, hey, they're good. It's like nope, they're yeah. right back to being yeah. liberals again. Never thought they were good. They just don't want to attach their name to anything. And once they got them in a dark room, they you know they went over their mm-hmm. terms and conditions, and he'll probably have some lucrative book deal down the, down I the line. Doubt you know I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't fucking doubt it. Would not fucking doubt it. This apparently makes a novel legal assertion that any president record kept by a former president is against the law, Brock said. You have to wonder what the other living former presidents think about that. They have the right and apparently clear desire to remain silent. Well, of course they're going to remain silent. They're not going to say shit. Unless they you're want Barack Tr- Obama. They want Trump to fall. Yeah. Bush ain't going to say shit. Hussein Obama ain't going to say shit. Um, no. Is Carter still alive? Barely. <laughs> He's like that dude. Ninety. He's almost uh, yeah. Is he piece of shit president? I I know he had like brain cancer or something like that. He he looks like he's a walking meat sack. Just ugh. Somebody's saying no. Yeah, they're saying he's alive. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is alive. Yeah. Um, Trump demanded the FBI return his passports and privileged documents in a post on Truth Social on Monday. He says, It has just been learned that the FBI and its now famous raid of Mar-a-Lago took boxes of privileged attorney-client material and also executive privilege material, which they knowingly should not have taken, Trump wrote. By copy of this truth, I much... I respectfully request that these documents be immediately returned to the location from which they were taken. The FBI said in a statement Tuesday that it follows search and seizure procedures ordered by courts, then returns items that we do not need to be retained for law enforcement sources. It was reported that the FBI interviewed Pat Cipollone and Patrick Philbin, two top White House lawyers under Trump, in connection to sensitive documents that were kept at the former president's Mar-a-Lago residence. After he left office, according to reports. I mean, didn't they talk about, had like we said, the agents had actually seen mm-hmm. where the documents were being kept? And yeah. he even said you need to put another lock on that door? Yeah. So this is nothing new. So it's... 
Philbin, the former director, uh, deputy counsel to the president, was interviewed by the agency sometime in the spring after the National Archives retrieved about 15 boxes of material from Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence earlier this year. Sources familiar with the situation told the New York Times the new the or excuse me the National Archive contends those documents were presidential records that should have been given to the agency when Trump left office. I mean. They're claiming one thing, Trump's claiming another. It just feels like this is just dumb. It feels like this is fucking dumb. Do I feel like this is a violation of the Espionage Act? What records? What were they of? Were they declassified? Were they, I don't know. It's a lot of he said, she said. So right now, and it's on the DOJ. The ball's in your court. Release the affidavit. They're not going to do it. Of course not, because they know they're in sinking water. They got mm-hmm. nothing. And Trump's telling them to. Yeah. Trump's even encouraging. Release it. Show the people. Yeah. Well, Twitter has made the announcement that they're going to definitely watch all the misinformation getting put on their platform for the 2024 elections and midterms coming up. Well, TikTok outlines plans to censor conspiracy theories and election falsehoods. Here we go. You can't question anything except the results as given to you by the big man upstairs because there's no way they have any level of corruption whatsoever. You got to think that it's just like how Democrats are kind of like, we should just trust the FBI to do their job. Don't question them. Mm-hmm. The fuck is wrong with you, sheep? I know. You should question everything. TikTok announced plans to censor conspiracy theories and misinformation during the 2022 midterm elections. What I read this as, as we are going to favor leftist politicians by trying to silence those mm-hmm. on the right. That's yeah. what this actually should read as. TikTok announced plans to censor conspiracy theories, blah, blah, blah. Okay. On Wednesday, the app said that it would monitor the platform for false videos regarding how to vote, election worker harassment, deep fakes of candidates, and incitement of violence, and track the algorithm's promotion of political content. Sheesh. They said, um, can't stop yawning. At TikTok, we take our responsibility to protect the integrity of our platform. I'm sure you do. Particularly around elections, the utmost seriousness, wrote Eric Han, head of U.S. safety at the company. We're proud to be a place that brings people together over creative. And what brings people together? TikTok is fucking cancer. Everybody's beefing on TikTok. TikTok's the new fucking high school hangout. Everybody. It's ridiculous. Nothing but fucking childish bullshit going on over there. And don't get me wrong. There's some funny ass content. There's some great content. But don't even sit there and pretend like your TikTok platform is not cancerous, just like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are. Um, TikTok intends to enforce its policies through a combination of people and technology, which basically means that if you type in a word, it's going to hit a freaking sensor and it's going to ban shit. Even if that word's not used in the context they think it's being used in. I've seen this over and over and over again. Mm Mm-hmm. TikTok intends to enforce its policies through a combination of people and technology. However, Han did not provide additional information on how many employees would oversee the misinformation efforts. TikTok also said that it was partnering with fact-checking organizations such as Plivit. And you fucking lost me. You lost me. Organizations such as PolitiFact and Lead Stories, according to TechCrunch. TikTok's trust and safety team will take down any videos that the fact-checking firm calls false. If it is content, if, if, it, if its content is categorized as unverified, the algorithm will reduce its reach through, for, through the For You page. For those who don't know what the For You page is, it's basically like your scroll feed, your search feed, and it populates videos they think you might like. So if you get recommended on the FYP or the For Your page, you're going to see a blow-up in your views and followers. 
Um, essentially, they're just going to sense you if they don't agree with you. Uh, we will reduce its reach review page. Label it unverified and make sure it's more challenging. <sighs> hmm. See, so you can't even have an opinion. Can't even have a fucking opinion. Mm-mm. Like, we can't post. I guarantee we couldn't post this podcast on that platform because it's unverified. It's like, it's a talk show. Mm-hmm. It's all opinion. Mm-hmm. It's all opinion. But that's what these these social media companies want now. You can't even have an opinion anymore. It has to be what we say it is. Yeah. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't the CDC director and all of them just come out and say, oh, by the way, don't mix or don't separate vax and unvax. It doesn't matter. It's getting closer to closer, closer and closer to how the USSR was, yeah. where you had to have their radio in your house, and yep. you couldn't turn it off, but you could lower it, but mm-hmm. it was constant propaganda. Mm-hmm. It was whatever they said was the truth. You I'm, weren't allowed to question anything. That's yeah. exactly what's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, It's getting closer and closer to that. I mean, yeah. you can't think differently. If you do, you're you're a thought thief, or yeah, you're some sort of you're a conspiracy theorist. That's what they say. Well, that's, that's how they get people to try to stop talking about stuff is by yeah. calling them. As soon as someone calls you a conspiracy theorist, mm. you might as well go ahead and take it to the bank because it's probably true. <laughs> To them, though, it's kind of like, you call me a conspiracy theorist, but what are you considering conspiracies? Right. Election fraud? I don't. I think it's something that should continue to be investigated on. Yeah. Obviously, it's there's merit to it when you have that movie 2,000 Mules that comes out. Yeah. And they're, the, what is it? Trust the vote or true the vote. Got the tr- geo-tracking information from mm-hmm. people's cell phones, and they're tracking. You have to have gone to at least 10 boxes or more yep. to meet the re- their requirement to follow them. Yep. And that's ridiculous that's a conspiracy yeah it's ridiculous oh it's only a conspiracy if it's a republican doing it Mm, okay well last but most certainly not least this is a very good topic of discussion here um joe biden gets into it with a conservative commentator i believe he's one of the leaders of the babylon b joe rogan references his 14 year old daughter and rape and heated abortion debate Joe Rogan has clashed with a conservative commentator during a heated debate about abortion, even bringing up his own young daughter during the skirmish. The polarizing podcaster has previously stated he is 100% for a woman's right to choose, referenced the recent overturning of Roe v. Wade with guest Seth Dillon on his Tuesday episode of The Joe Rogan Experience. There are women who have been raped who should not have to carry fucking someone else, some rapist's baby, Rogan uh, exclaimed. There's women who have been sexually assaulted before the age of 14. That's fucking sad to read. Dylan, who was the founder and CEO of the satirical news site, the Babylon Bee, hit back expressing his pro-life point of view. He said, there are people who have been born of rape and are alive right now and are pro-life, Dylan stated. They go around speaking and saying how I had a right to live. They go around and make a case and they were born of rape. Where do you stand on that? I think it comes down to the individual because obviously what he's saying is correct. There mm-hmm. are people who were born um, out of rape, mm-hmm. out of those situations. And I think if you talk to a lot of these young girls at an early or later in life that they would tell you if they dig into abortion that they regretted their decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it takes time for that. That pro- I mean, obviously, it's going to be different for everybody. I think in this case, if a woman is raped, mm-hmm. then... It should be their choice. I think so, too. What they want to do. But, yeah. I mean, it has to be something where they, you yeah. know, you, you got to go and you got to get get things taken care of. Yeah, I, know I agree. 
It's a, it's, I, a, it's a hard hard. I mean, that's, I agree with Rogan on this. And one, whoever man. the rapist is needs to be murdered. Oh yeah, Need, I agree, yeah. not even murdered, but killed. I mean, they should be. Yeah, the worst things possible should happen to them. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and I, I certainly because now they're saying, "Oh my God, Joe Rogan's pro-choice." Like that doesn't make you pro-choice. It's like there's a medium there. Mm-hmm. It's like there have to be specific things, specific criteria that are met to allow you to have an abortion. I think yeah. this is definitely one of them. That 14 year old girl, if she was raped. Um, clearly didn't choose to have sex. Right. She had that forced upon her. Mm -hmm. And the byproduct of such a disgusting act is pregnancy. And I hate the fact that it comes down to this. It's disgusting either way you look at this. Yeah. But I feel like that girl should not have to pause her life from what another man caused. Mm -hmm. I just don't agree with that. I think that, you know, and if she wants to have the kid, have the kid. Yeah. Uh, Put it up for adoption if you want to. It's clearly up to her, you know. But if she wanted to get an abortion, I think there needs to be limits. Like, okay, You've got so many weeks before, and I know you don't find out for a while, but it's like just one of those things of like, and again, this should, should happen soon. These are conversations that should be had by women who have gone through this experience. So women who were raped, who did have a child, yeah. and moved on with their life, yeah. uh, as well as the other side. So you have you know at least two options to hear from, you yeah. know. So, well, but I mean, Rogan apparently got pretty heated about this with him, and they went on for a bit. Um, Rogan firmly disagreed, responding, you don't have the right to tell a 14-year-old girl she has to carry a rapist baby. Do you understand what you're saying? You don't have the right to... Now, again, let me pose another question to you. Would your opinion change if she was over the age of 18? No. Yeah, mine wouldn't either. No, yeah, yeah, just, I mean, yeah. Because some people are kind of like, well, once they're 18, it's like, well, why does it matter? Yeah. You were still forced into a situation that was against your will. Like, it'd be different. Like, if she willfully had sex and got pregnant, then, hey, you deal with the... The consequences of your actions. Yeah. But she didn't perform any actions, and why should she be faced to force said consequences when she didn't do anything wrong? Yeah. So, and I know people are going to like that. Um, but I, I, mean, I, like I also but I understand like, that if someone does get raped, mm-hmm. you know, not all women are going to go run to the right. authorities first. Yeah. So well, that's the thing, though. I feel like, oh, God. That's I where hate, you start I to hate, get, because yeah. it's such a... Tragic wow. thing to happen to another person, but it's also like one of these things. It's time sensitive, so you don't yeah, just sit around right. and not go. Like you need to go in order to basically receive an abortion. Yeah. Um, before that child grows out of that range of. Uh, and again, I think it needs to be petted up by women who have yeah. unfortunately gone through that experience. Oh yeah, gotten through it. Well, subject matter experts that know kind of like the ins right. and outs. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, we could sit here and have our opinions, yeah. but. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, hopefully we'll never, <laughs> we'll never experience that. I, mean, I just think that, yeah, it should be her choice in that case. Ugh. I don't believe in using abortion as a form of birth control. No, not at all. But this, I don't really feel like this is in that category. This is saying, hey. No, it isn't. Yeah. It's not using it as birth control. It, it's Yeah. It's saying this it's wasn't. It's just not, it's not their choice. Yeah. But there are, there's a few conservatives that are arguing, and I, I forget who they were. I've seen them a few times where they're basically like, even this guy, the, uh, creator of the Babylon Bee even said that two wrongs don't make a right. It's like, yeah, but I get that. But at the same token, like her rights were violated. And now you're trying to basically stick her with a child at 14 years old too. Mm -hmm. Like, no, Mm -hmm. because it's not going to be her raising that baby. She can't 14. Fuck no. Yeah. No, it's easy to sit back and, you know, armchair quarterback these things and say, well, this is, you know, it's it's easy to do. But once you're in that situation, like, Oh, I don't. Yeah. And at 14 years old, like, Oh my God, dude, no, if my, mm -mm. 
My daughter, number one, I want the dude murdered. Yeah, I want him murdered. I mean, I'd have to go hunt him down. You raped a child. Yeah. But ultimately, that child should not have their life cut short because yeah. of what an adult forced upon them mm-hmm. versus two adults consensually did together. And people can argue this so they're blown in the face. I'm not changing my mind on this one. I, I, I firmly believe that if you're raped in that situation, then yes, yeah. an abortion can be had. But it needs to be at time sensitive. Again, like immediately. Yeah, immediately. Not like the day before you're supposed to give birth. Yeah, absolutely not. I still feel like there still has to be some moderation or modicum of... And even in those um, cases, if you get up to all that, if you say, okay, I'm going to have this baby, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it, yeah. and then, you know... Do you have to keep it? Yeah. Get cold feet there at the very end, but at least have a a backup plan of adoption yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. There's that. But the same token, again, I don't feel like somebody should be forced to carry a child against their will that they did not voluntarily consent to have sex to achieve. Yeah. I just don't feel like that's right. But And I think just about every state has that mm-hmm. clause in it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you'd have to be running. A, if you're governor, mm-hmm. you, you have to take in everybody's, yeah. you know, opinions, mm. concerns. So. Yeah, and I listened to some of this interview. It's just you know, it's it's weird. It's it's sad. It's just, it's just one of those slippery slopes that you're just kind of like, there's no good answer to this. So you have to pick the lesser of two evils. Yeah. And ultimately, it's murder either way you look at it. It sucks. It fucking sucks. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I would highly suggest you watch the interview. I, I pulled this one up from NewYorkPost.com. And Rogan gets pretty heated. He gets pretty. Rarely do I see that guy get worked up, but he gets pretty heated in this one. Um, but yeah. But anyway, that concludes today's episode. That's all we've got for you today. Don't forget the show is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Oh, I forget to add, uh, we still have two John Ross paintings that the winners uh, did not collect. So they're still back up on the site, AllAmericanSavageShow.com. If you're going there, you can check it out, shop the merch. Uh, by the way, we're always streaming on the website as well. Um, so we still have, oh, three paintings. Excuse me. We got the How to Paint Like Pelosi, How to Paint Like Big Tech, and How to Paint Like Monkeypox. So you can check that out. Those are on the website now um, under the merchandise tab. So if you want to own your very own authentic John Ross, here's where you get it at. There's the link. You can go bid now. I think the bidding will last two weeks. Winner gets the painting. And the funds, once we've collected all the funds, are going to go to families in need. So, again, check that out. It is uh, allamericansavageshow.com slash merchandise. Link is in the chat. Also, make sure you check out shellshockcbd.com for the money-back guarantee on all of our gummy products. If you've been, if you've been hesitant to buy it, now's your chance. And we're not going anywhere with it. It's going to stay. It's here to stay. It's here to stay, baby. So give us a shot. Give us the opportunity to earn your business. And don't forget, code Burke will get you 10% off of certain items. We appreciate that. And if you want to support the podcast on the theallamericansavageshow.com, we've got the merch bundles. We've got the stickers. We've got the eggplants. we got the cups. we got it all. So if you want to rep out your favorite podcast, you can do it now over at allamericansavageshow.com. That concludes today's podcast. Thank you for being here. Don't forget to hit that share button and tell your friends. Until tomorrow, folks. You got anything to add, my man? Yeah, you guys have a great day. And as always, you stay savage, America.